From the heart of the city to the outer edges of the Beltway and beyond, this is the District of Misfits Show. The drinking show with a podcast problem. This is your guide into our unique and beautiful city. The good, the bad, the ugly, as well as the funny, straight up ridiculous. Told by us before someone tells it for us. The opinions expressed on this show are our own. We make no apologies. Yo, 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 what's up, my Misfits Army and family out there? How we all doing? Hey. We're the District of Misfits, the podcast show, the uh, podcast. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how I figured the like, drinking show with the podcast problem. How am I going to get out of this one? With you? And the answer is no. The podcast show for the rest of us. <laughs> blah blah. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, you think I would have it? Da- you think I would have it down by now after four years? That's, you think? It's just, it's yeah, I don't. <laughs> All right, guys. Tonight, yeah, tonight we have two beautiful ladies with us in place of uh, Jamie and Boo. Her trip in the space. Where is Boo? Where I keep miss Boo. You do always miss Boo, actually. Man. That's the universe telling you two not to hook up. He's going to be sad that he missed you again. He actually busy. (laughs) See no evil, hear no evil. (laughs) That's what's up. All right, guys. Um, yeah, welcome to the show. I'm glad you guys are back. Hi, Mark. What up? Glad to be back. Mark Cooper. There we go. There we go. Yeah, it's good to have you back. You guys, I know you two are very busy with your uh, careers and everything, so we appreciate you coming on. Um, five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> I will take even less. Just a dollar. <laughs> we'll give you a dollar fifty. Everybody got five dollars. <laughs> I, 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 I just mine and then give me just a dollar. I'll be good. I just, want, I just want one rib. Just one rib. So you can do wings and fries. I don't know what <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Let's talk about mumble wings real quick. I mean, we talked about it last week on the show, but the three of you weren't on. Have you seen this in the grocery store, guys? Yes. Get out of here, though. I never seen it in the grocery store. I just saw the picture. And I'm just like, you know what? It's weird, right? It's not okay. Do it, won't they? They will find them an organic, farm-free product. And I'm like, I don't know how it's organic and farm-free at the same time. But <laughs> right, because you have to be at the farm to be organic. If Everlasting Life was pushing it, I'd be all over. So then I know, like Everlasting Life has been around in the community forever. I'll know it's authentic, but I don't know that giant label. I don't know. But but here's the thing: what if it's fire? It might be fire. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it took all the support? cat juice out of it. It might be fire. Do we support it? So, like, if, <laughs> do we support it if it's good? Do we want it mm-hmm. out in the nation? No, what we want is everlasting life pushing it. That's what we want. We want <laughs> yeah. DMV location cook yeah. put together the natural now, sauce. Now, if, if I agree, if it was a local, if it was like Capital City or like you said, your, your yeah. friends over there. I would be a hundred percent behind. Oh yeah, one hundred. They probably didn't even talk to Capital City. See, that's the that's the problem that I have is that these businesses should be partnering up, yeah, with the local entities and be like, how can we expand your brand and create the nature's version? Instead, we're gonna be like, 
we're going to be better than you. We're going to be your competitor. I'm like, I'm done. I'm over it. I'm so yeah. over it. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. Yeah. It's a good take on that. I mean, yeah. it's almost like old when uh, Uts came out with the crab uh, potato chips. Oh, oh, my, yeah. was, oh my God. The old bay chips. Just call it yeah. up. Yeah. Stop, stop being cheap. Okay. Yeah. Like for, stop being cheap. Okay, pay them their money. Quick. Pay them their due. Oh, it is Chesapeake seasoning, not Old Bay seasoning. <laughs> so it's like technically they can't use that uh, Old Bay because it's they can't. Bay. That's why they they're like the crab chip. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's because they don't want to pay them any money. I'm like, fuck that, pay them their money. Exactly. Meanwhile, have we? Oh, uh, we have not discussed the Old Bay goldfish. What? Oh have yeah, we? that too. Oh my gosh, Old I haven't fish. had them yet. Old Bay. I haven't gosh. either. Oh, baby. What about oh, the old baby vodka? They oh, I mean, but listen, but listen, if you were to put that in like a Bloody Mary or something, that might be. I would good. fuck that. I would okay. definitely like, I yeah. would fuck with that shit. Mm -hmm. You guys all know my thing. Like, I, I hate old bay where it doesn't belong. I'll eat it on shrimp, crab, crawfish, and great. Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary. Bloody Mary. I met you a lot. I'll drink it. Oh, no. No. Yes. No. Don't yes. put it in my vodka. Don't put it in my fucking beer. Have yeah. you yeah. Yes. How you got to have obey and pepper on your grits? Because I first had grits in South Carolina when I lived in the South. That's where I, that's where. Yeah. I, and I what they put, did they put sugar in grits in South Carolina? Some places, some oh. places. Oh. No, oh. South Carolina. So South Carolina is more of a Charleston's more of a sausage mushroomy. <laughs> Savory version. Okay, it's okay. more like a it's a pasta dish. Sugar in a grits. But if you, the farther <laughs> oh, south you go, they do put sugar in the grits. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can put sugar yeah. in oatmeal. You can put sugar in cream of wheat, but in your not in your grits. Grits. I mean, yeah, it's like it's some yeah. intent, like it's served with savory other things. Like I right? don't, yeah. That's right. See, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> grits and all that good shit. And you go a little, there you go. Some well, we were talking grits. about the, the issue of like when something is, when you cross a line into like having erotica foods and are there mm -hmm. any savory foods that are erotica foods? Like you yeah. can, you can imagine pouring chocolate over a partner, but like, what about cheese, melted cheese? Oh, that there, yeah. seems painful. Look, we done already started. It's only five minutes. In. <laughs> what am I doing here? What am I doing here? Listen, listen, listen. We've all had sex with whipped cream. We all have. It's happened. <laughs> Everybody's had sex in a pool. Everybody's had sex with whipped cream. That's yeah. wasteful. See, to me, that's just wasteful. That's what I'm saying. It's, 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 I don't like. I don't do it. I don't like with the food. It wastes the food. It makes me upset. No. You know, uh, one thing is a chef. <laughs> one thing is a chef. We touch food all the time. I hate touching like mayonnaise and shit like that. I hate getting stuff like that on my hands. Like it grosses me out. Yeah. It's not even grosses me out. It's just annoying because you can't get the shit off. Like mm. if you get mashed potatoes on you, it just it's like glitter. It just goes like around you. Oh yeah. So yeah. having sex with whipped cream when I don't have to be putting food on things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Like, I mean, also then thing. it might get into stuff that it's not supposed to right. be any the into. Then, then you're then you're left with like an infection or something. Yeah. Now, what I about mean, what about know. drink? Because is that a thing too? Like, what about um, you know, is there a particular like beverage that uh, warms the spirit more than others? Like, because people always tend to is is it true that like their libido increases with a certain type of liquor, or is that not true? No, I'm sure it is. I'm sure there is. Yeah, I feel like it might be, like it's tequila. Just, it, <laughs> tequila <laughs> is the root of all evil. <laughs> Actually, tequila keeps me sane, dude. You're fucking lost your mind. I feel like it's different from different people. So I, I didn't people say you would like, be sane. I didn't say that you would be sane. I mean, we all know me. So I, I am, you pop right up in the morning when you have tequila, you'd be like, okay, I can go to work. Right. <laughs> it it depends on the type of tequila. Here's the I, I, I drink yeah. around tequila, so I disagree. So no, I agree with you, Dior. So oh, okay, okay. It, it has like, there's no natural, sh it's no sugars and shit in it. Everything in it's more natural than anything else. So there's okay. no process. There's no, what is it called? Um, it'll come to me later. Whatever. It was what wine has into it. Uh, Sulfites. Fermentation. Yes, yes, yes. It doesn't have like that, oh, that kind of thing. Sulfites. Oh, sulf. Yeah. Oh, those. So it's really like it's like it's like drinking pure liquor, not being it's not, hasn't been touched with like crap. Yeah. So it's more natural, so that's why you don't get tired on it because it's not a downer. It's an upper. Right. So because it's got that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's an upper. It it's not. <laughs> a I mean, I never. I never try to get cocaine on uh, tequila, only on whiskey. <laughs> Jesus. <Same. laughs> Yeah, you be turned up on turned up. So it yeah. don't matter what you have. Yeah. So here's at, I I'm either at like 25 miles an hour, 15 or 195 into 25. So oh, you're talking about as far as the value for me, for me when I when I go out, when I'm, when I'm out, I'm uh either reading a book at the bar or I'm breaking the bar. <laughs> no... I just want you to drink water. Can you drink water? <laughs> <laughs> Do a gallon for me. You're pretty one like this. You can even so put much... some flavor in it. <laughs> I drink so much goddamn water, it's ridiculous because of my brain injury. Put your water in an oak barrel and age it for three yeah. years. There you go. You know, Speaking of that, all right, do you guys like scotch? Nah, um, I'm not sure. Sure. is it is McAllen a scotch? McAllen? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. okay. I do enjoy it. It is good. I, I mean, so, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna find I'm gonna find some pictures and stuff. I found this stuff on Amazon through like TikTok. It's like these little oak things. <laughs> little oak staves, yeah, man. And you put them. In, I bought Kentucky Gentleman, put it in there, and I'm a dumbass because being a chef, I should know better. I should have known it was gonna be fucking scotch after I got done doing it. But you let it sit in there, it takes your shitty liquor. And because the, the charcoal and everything filter, naturally filters it, and it's like a high end li liquor after four weeks. Oh, where's Bar Simpson? Where's he at? Oh, he's uh, he's at oh. he's out, he's dead, he's dead. To oh. me. He's <laughs> no, he's not dead. No. His, it's his it's his girl's birthday. Actually, yeah. happy birthday, Lindsay. It's his, his girl's birthday. birthday. <laughs> and he swears he told me and Val that he was taking off tonight, and we both said bullshit. But I was I drunk. didn't say bullshit, but I was like, I really don't remember that at all. I was like, I think he knew that we were drunk, and he's like, Yeah, I told you on Monday, guys. But I wasn't. <laughs> but I wasn't. I wasn't drunk. That's the whole thing. I was like. 
I must have really bad old lady brain because I, that's Bitch, not you even, paying attention at all. Even when he said something, I was like, that does not jog my memory at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah calendar invite, Marcus. Calendar invite. Can <laughs> <laughs> you do it, Keisha? I, I hate them. Yeah, I, a, you know, ask me to make them, but they work. Yeah, they, a, yeah that's true. Get you my know, co-host. No. Get my get my co-host on. It's like herding cats, dude. <laughs> 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 They get it's COVID not, one week, or they're called in the Vows Whatever. I I came from Tony Palmer Day, and I'm here. <laughs> I, I, I offered you today. I offered you today off. So that's. I know, fun. but I'm just saying. Wait. So you're telling us? So you're telling us you came straight from Tony Palmer Day, but yes. you're not wearing the shirt. I am wearing the shirt. There's my oh, shirt. There's oh. <laughs> I like how so, the baseball I like how the baseball guy in the TV kind of looks like he's part of the crew. I first I thought he was. Oh, so Tony Palmer is the one with the pull up the picture again, Margaret. The one in the red shirt he's, with he's the, the only black guy in the group. Oh, oh I shit! Love he it. is in this picture. Yes, he's the only black. He's guy in the so group. happy. Yeah. <laughs> so the funny thing is, I was telling them in pre-show. So the funny thing is that me and myself and one of the other guys, Keith, who's also in the in the blue shirt with me. Actually, the other guy also who's in the blue shirt. So the three of us okay. plus the other black the the other guy in the red shirt right behind me. Okay. We were all like hammered. But, uh, Brian was working. The gray-haired guy. Yeah, and we were, and Tony had come out in his red pimp shirt. We were like jokingly, <laughs> like you know, ribbing him a little bit, but at the same time, we were like, "Oh, this is awesome! That shirt is awesome!" And so, as we got drunker during the day, we were like, "We should organize a day yeah. when we all get that shirt and we all go out and like bar hop." And then my other friend was like. We should make it like an event, like a Facebook event. And I was yeah. like, yeah, let's call it Tony Palmer Day. And so then Aww, I made this so like cool. event and like and we and I was like, and we all have to get the shirt. And I was like, I'm going to put the link to the Amazon, you know, <laughs> link to the shirt in the event. And all, and I put a picture of him in his shirt. And I was like, <laughs> you know, and I was like, then you too could be like Tony Palmer and roll around the, bar, the, the city with Tony Palmer on Tony Palmer Day. That is so, so cool. But then one of my friends reposted the 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 um the event. Yeah. Right. And it was an open event. So it wasn't like you had to you, you know, anyone could see it. And so people were texting him being like, Is Tony Palmer okay? Or even worse, <laughs> is Tony oh, Palmer dead? Like, like they thought he was dead. And I was like, No, he's not dead. He's right there. No, we're celebrating him. <laughs> but and that's the thing, is like we were not even celebrating Tony Palmer, like it was just a yep. dumb like made up day for us yeah. to like all go out and get drunk together and like yeah. you know and th just be stupid and like everyone's like oh it's tony palmer's birthday and i was like no it's yeah please birthday. keep it up it's, it's a great <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we so we, holidays, okay so, so that's the thing is like up. now we've yeah. made it an annual like tony palmer yeah, day we like, gotta make it an annual so next year yeah. it's gonna be the next one Next the, one the Sunday <laughs> after Mother's Day is going to be the second annual Tony Palmer Day. I like okay, it. Cool. <laughs> you get to wear a pimp shirt. You get to yes. wear a pimp shirt. So we're just going to wash dry clean our shirts, I'm put them up in the, the in the closet, <laughs> and bring back out. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> One of my friends had actually gotten like a, a white hat, like he was gonna rock that, and he was working at the, that one bar that we were at. He had his red shirt. He's not in this picture, but he had no. A red I just want to show you. He had, like he was gonna wear this fedora, white fedora, and That's he was awesome. so excited. <laughs> the, the, the hat came. And he had the fedora. Oh, I'm his done. his hat. So he, he's bald, and so the hat was like a little bit too big for him, and he was so sad. He was like, "No, if I bend over to like reach into the cooler, the hat falls off." He, he even tried to like soak it in hot water, and he threw it in the dryer, and he was like, "No, still too big yeah. for me." Aww. <laughs> Oh, that sounds like fun. That's how you do it right there. That's how you do your exactly. friends. Give them a day. That's you know what? That's if I don't have friends like Valerie. I want a day. We're gonna do a dab day. We'll do a dab day. All right. He's like, All right. I'm there. I mean, I'll be there. <laughs> but we'll have to come up with some like theme, like something, something like the yeah. Tony Palmer day shirt. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta organize it, Marcus. Come on, no, <laughs> Val, <laughs> organize my girl. Harry's like, Oh, Val, thanks for organizing. Like, I didn't organize shit. All I said was, like, We're gonna do 20 oh, that's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is a really good idea. I think that's a great way to actually celebrate your friends. Let's just pick mm -hmm. it. Right. And, like, and in all fairness, like Tony Palmer is like, <laughs> I don't have to keep calling him Tony Palmer, but yeah. Tony, <laughs> he's had like a rough go of it recently. He had a lot of health mm. issues. And then mm. like his dad is like very ill, close to like the end wow. of his days. And like, and he's been like a little bit yeah. sad about stuff. And so when we were like Tony Palmer day and he was like, so it just, you know, it's a, it's a way yeah. to make him. Kind of that's really that's how you do it. Feel well, that's very kind of you, Valerie Torres, and we appreciate it. Thank you. I wish Marcus would show his love for me that way. Girl. <laughs> like, you always show me love. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. You're so sensitive. What's going on? What's going on? This is Marcus all the time. <laughs> I care about your opinion. Come on. Oh, thank you. It's so like that. It's so like that. I love you. You know that. I love you too. <laughs> All right, Valerie, you want to cry a little bit about these capitals? Ugh. <laughs> God, they like make me sad so badly. It's just unbearable. Like we, they brought us up to the highest of high when they won, and coincidentally, they also did their like like celebration party at Nick's. I wasn't there yet, but I wasn't working there yet. But they had their thing at Nick's. That was when I don't know if you saw the video, if you remember that video of Ovechkin like swimming in the um in the oh, fountain. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then also he did like a keg like a keg stand in the Stanley Cup. <laughs> like yeah. that was all at Nick's Riverside Grill. So since then they've gone back, they've reverted back to their one and dones, like one, you know, first round playoffs, and then they're like, oh, yeah, but they looked like they were about yeah, to win. That's the thing. That's the problem. Three times they were like tied. They were like up three, three, the last three games up. They were, wow. they were up by three, up by two. And then they ate shit into, they went into overtime and then they just fucking lost three games. How are our teams doing? I've been really bad about uh, that. I know the women are women, right? Washington is doing good. The Mystics the are women doing. are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the Wizards sucked. 
pretty bad. The Nationals yeah. are terrible. They're just it's like bad news bears. Like yeah, this year is not a good year then. for our sports. And then there's <laughs> okay. the, the Commandos. Yeah, and yeah. we're hoping for good draft picks for stuff. Oh, so. okay, okay. That's yeah. good. and we, you know, we have the Washington Commies. So <laughs> <laughs> we won't even get on that. Oh, oh my goodness. They're just, just so bad. That they Everything is <laughs> You know, and like we had such high hopes. There was that like one year, like the Caps won, the Nationals won, the yeah, Mystics, like, like the Mystics won. won you know, yeah. so there was like that funny meme where it was like National uh, uh, Nation of not district, new champions. District, of, district, district <laughs> of not new champions. No, yeah. district of champions. Not no, not, it was district of not you, which was the the skins at the time. Oh. And then champions, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which was funny, but now all of them deserve that fucking. Not you. <laughs> not you. Not you. And not you. So. <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> we just. Um, I will take calls. this time. Yeah. To do some call to action, um, if you would like to find us on facebook or instagram you can find us at the district of misfits show on youtube also the district of misfits show please like and subscribe the more oh. likes and subscribes that we get the more money we could potentially make it would be lovely twitch you can find us at district of misfits um, if you would like to buy support us and buy some merchandise or other wares Please check us out on crushingdc.com. This month we are celebrating um, along with everyone else in the uh, Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And we have some cool things on the website available for this month. Um, also, if you'd like to create your own podcast or <clears throat> or amplify your voice, please <laughs> um, email us at districtdogfacestudio at gmail.com. Okay. Your what, what? voice will not sound like mine. <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm not the pastorized chef on all platforms. Hit me up. Okay. I'm now now doing TikTok. So shoot me. Tiki Tacks. Shoot me now. Ooh, are you doing dances too, Marcus? Marcus should be doing I need this. Oh my gosh. I've been gone too long. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll, I'll dance. Yeah, we should have a show probably. <laughs> should what? We should me and probably should have a show. You should. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. You two doing a show would be great. I got because the idea just popped in my head. It'd and be I the first fronted women, wouldn't it? It would be the first women fronted like hip hop. I'm pretty sure. You already know. You already know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you already know what I'm talking about. We're bringing out all the female MCs and we're blowing them up. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally done. Right. But okay. I'm very honest with you. We kind of busy. So could we do like 30 minutes, Marcus? Like 30 yes, minutes? Yes, please, for the love of okay. God. Shorter the better. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Marcus, two and a half hour shows. It's like him and Val are like digging out, like, what is y'all saying for two and a half hours? Right? <laughs> <laughs> the only person who could do that was Kevin Samuels. <laughs> <laughs> Eight hours being like, 
Uh, you are not going to get a high value, man. You need to lose weight. You're, yeah. you're going to have a dog for the rest of your life. But <laughs> that that is is a little bit for Kevin Samuels, for him to be able to sustain one point, like five million, you know, viewership. That's yeah. pretty amazing, considering that he did that yeah. all self-made. Like he didn't buy subscribers. He didn't. He well, just my subscribers. built what? it from the ground. I was up. like, hang on, we can buy subscribers. You can buy. Yeah, you can buy them. You can buy yeah. them. You can buy likes and uh, views. You can and all buy accounts that. that have been dead. There's, I forget what it I is. I did not like, know about that. There's a fame swap. It's called, and so fame you can swap. go in and like. Uh, auction, it's like an auction for like, you say the audience is like 11.2K or something, let's say. Yeah, yeah. You can buy that account, but it's such a risk because what if your content, you know, if it's an yeah. account for horticulturalists, let's say, right. and you got whores, there's a difference. It's like, look, this, you know. I must just spit my drink out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a different flower. <laughs> Lord of mercy. <laughs> yeah, but oh it's like God. 400. I, I, I forget what it is now, but it was like somewhere in the upwards of like four, maybe $40,000 or something to buy 1 million followers. On you Facebook. know, I because I do a lot of social media, it's not just for myself personally, but for all our brands and other people, I get a lot of emails. I just throw them away, but I think I actually got one offered asking me to buy accounts last week. Yeah. And it, 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 shit was expensive. And I don't even think I paid attention. I was just like, uh, whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> I, yeah. But, and I actually have had people offer to buy my, my chef one, my chef account. Yeah. Right. So if like, folks huh. are getting started and they just don't have like any audience at all, it's actually a smart thing for that where it's like, well, you already are in this, you know, you've already branded this channel where I need it to right. be. Mm -hmm. Let me just but take yeah, over. the risk of like, what if folks that are following it are like, you're not who I was, want, you know, right. this is not what I wanted. I was looking for whores and I got these flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a horse. <laughs> um, Dior, I don't know if you were aware of this, but um, Tia's our podcast with uh, Ian and okay, Valerie, time out. I'm gonna stop you now. I'm gonna stop you now. You edited the video that Dior's on with Grande Lock. Did they yeah. talk about it then? Did you do you remember this? How they were they were thirty seventh best hip hop. Oh, that I apologize. Podcast? I'm gonna, no. I'm gonna yeah, shut myself. it. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that podcast that you were on of theirs. Yep, was was ranked thirty seventh out of what forty five? Yeah, if yeah. best hip hop podcast okay. in the nation. Yeah, oh. I don't know how we did that, but they weren't even trying and they got <laughs> I'm on that show. I'm yeah. on that show. <laughs> what? Whoa, right. congrats! Yeah, yeah. it's exciting. Let's, let's please let's preserve hip hop. Thank you. Go, go ahead, Proud. What are you gonna say? Yeah, 
folks need to, you know what, folks need to remember that this is, this is, was a part of like the doing the knowledge and like people need to go back to that. Like there's not just, you have to be able to say, you know, the discipline you're in. Um, yeah, you can't just get up there and say you're a chef without having some sort of a, a, a some sort of knowledge piece. You have to be studied yeah. on what you're doing. It's not just because you like, you know, because you like to be yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is yo. I, I love, I love the name. I mean, I love the whole the arrangement of the show, like it's it, it was fun to be on too. It very yeah. quality of quality, and that is hip hop, yeah. People, there's a, there's a huge difference. Yes. And we need to re-educate people a lot. A lot of the kids are like, yo, what is going on here? They calling this rap, hip hop. They, it's, it's different. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just like, you it's know, yeah, it's different. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love your show. I mean, and I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Like, you know, I do a lot of that. I would do the editing of Grande Lock and like, yep. I am a casual hip hop learner, a listener. So I don't really know a lot of stuff about hip hop, but let me tell you, I know a lot now. I I know yeah. a lot more now because <laughs> I'd have to listen to their show, but then also I'd have to like be looking up these people that they're, you know, cause I'd like pop up the pictures and things like, so I'd be like, who are they talking about? And I said, you know, Google oh, yeah. it and I look yeah. at it and I'd be like, oh yeah. And you know, I'd find out some of their other, you know, some, I, then I, then because it would spark my interest and I'd start like looking into more of some of the things, some of the artists that you've been talking about. And like now, right. now I know a little bit more about hip hop. <laughs> yeah, Dave, Dave Murray said something. What do he say? He said, LeChat, Gangsta Boo, Kia Thug, Mrs. Moni Love, all that I'm following on IG. Now it would be super interesting to hear on the interview in an all-female hip-hop podcast. Yes. Oh, thank you, boo. Yes, David. Yes, that is yo, it. We about to get it popping, bro. We got to get it popping, yo. <laughs> Such a good idea. Yeah, I love yes. it. Let's get it. What would you name it? I was just thinking that. I was like, Ooh. no, yeah. There's already a two dope dick. There's already a two dope dick. There's two dope dick. What'd you say? What'd you say, bro? Oh, I said it's a two dope queens, but. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I mean, we are queens, so we can, you know what I'm saying? Because I was thinking. They don't record anymore. Yeah, they broke up. What? Yeah, well, they, I mean, they're they still friends. They were trying to retire. They was trying to retire. They were Dude, they went and did their own, they're all doing their own thing now. They're doing their own thing because, yeah. yeah, they, yeah, they put the shows a little bit, yeah. Maybe you can incorporate somehow, like, the DMV or, like, DC in the name, and that's in the name of the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. How about the, the Mambo Kings? Mambo Kings. <laughs> well, the Mambo I mean, Queens, Queens, Queens not Kings. Queens. Oh, Mambo Queens. Mambo, Mambo Queens. <laughs> I'll take that as a no. I mean, <laughs> we could leave that for food too, because that might be there might be some Mambo Queens who want to do some food. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you that's know, a good idea. Food. Yeah, yeah. that's so, what I'm mean, gonna put in my head is that you you talking about some food, something. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could it could have some like government swag to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> First ladies in office or something like that. We need to call it. Uh, I mean, do you? We got you. Got the vernacular track like that. That's mm -hmm. the. <laughs> you hear me? Speaking like, like, 
We could do some Maxi <laughs> Waters, reclaim my time out this piece. Ah, there we got that. it. We got yeah. it. Juices are flowing. Somebody write that down. Oh. We get I love well, that. it is recorded, so we have it for posterity. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta hurry up and do it before they take our idea. Now, Paul back. This is intellectual properties. That's and right. Okay. It's May 15th at 1055. <laughs> 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 Calm down. That's okay. funny. It's it's funny you say that. It's because like when we were applying for the trademark for DC as fuck, uh, yeah. there was somebody else going up for it too. And oh. our backup plans, like if we had to challenge it, we can go back to Molly's Facebook to back to oh, 2015. Yeah. And even I at the time had stuff from 2015 where DC as fuck. So like we could incorporate that. Like we were there first, go fuck yourselves. Exactly. So yeah. I don't even know who that is. Wasn't that guy from like France or something? Yeah. Of oh, the audacity. Oh, no. Right? Audacity. The, uh, yeah, the audacity. <laughs> the audacity. But then it ended up like he his like application ended up falling off because like he he never like contested, never like bothered. he never responded uh, or anything. Yeah, that's right. No, he knew the <laughs> best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. He was probably like, oh no. Didn't somebody do that to hip hop though? Didn't they do that to the phrase hip hop? Didn't they? Yeah. Uh, really? There was someone that bought like uh, the domain or something like that, and then somehow they forced that, the, like someone forced them. They tried to cop trademark. Yeah, it's like you can't trademark like hip hop with the hyphen and then say. Yeah, yeah, you I mean, shouldn't. It's like you shouldn't be able to monetize Taco yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, well, I don't right. Think you're allowed right. to. LeBron. Like, that's, that's, yeah, right. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, like can't take. Now, it. if it becomes a T-shirt, you know that's a different thing. But like, if it's, so, you can monet, you can like trademark a design. a design. So that's basically like, yeah. so we we've trademarked our design, right? Yeah, smart. so. Um, and because you have to, you have to submit. It's like a big thing. You have to like submit this whole. You pay all this money, thing. and they're like, "You might get it, you might not." Right. But you don't get. And they usually just like sit there and wait, and then they finally respond. I waited like six months for that shit. <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. funny thing was, so we had just started like the process of applying, and this um, friend of mine who's a, he's a marketing director over at where I work, and he just happened. He came in. I was the only one at the bar. He just happened to come in. He goes. Hey Val, I just came across this like this this design. He goes, "It's great. I love it." He's like, and apparently it's just sitting there. It's not trademarked or anything. He's like, "Look at it. It's awesome." He shows it to me. It was the DC as fuck thing, and I go, <laughs> "Yeah, Dave, that's mine." He goes, right. <laughs> and he was like, "What?" And I was like, yeah. "Yeah, that's my design." I was like, "That's my <laughs> brand." Like we're in the process of applying for the trademark, and he goes. Well, shit, Val. He's like, what are the fucking odds? He's like, I haven't told a single person. He was like, I just saw it today. I just started thinking maybe I want to trademark this thing. He's right. like, nobody else has a trademark. He's like, the first person I tell is you. <laughs> right. That, that tells you not to fuck with it. He was like, God damn it. He was like, if it hadn't been anybody else, I would have just been like, fuck you. And I would do it anyway. And he was like, I'm not going to do it for you, though. <laughs> it's a sign to say sometimes, like, I remember uh, 
watching one of these, I forget whichever, one of these Gordon Ramsay shows. And there is a Cafe Hun that's in Baltimore. Uh -huh. And they tried to trade, the, the owner of the, of the cafe um, trademarked Hun. And the community, of course, revolted because that's like, that's just what. That's just Baltimore. Yeah, Everyone says, hey, hon. Yeah. <laughs> and so she created all this bad kind of just, you know, GG. I guess, flash in the community. And it's a, it became like a PR nightmare for her. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, you're, that's so disgusting that you would do that. Like, yeah, just, man. yeah leave this to the community. Leave us to have that. And you're trying to take our word, you know. Um, and like our yeah, their phrasing. <clears throat> exactly. Just a side note, like, hey, hon, is that they? I think they're closing. I I feel like I just saw an article oh. the other day that they're actually closing. Well, oh, another wow. restaurant in Baltimore, which Val used to go to, is a place called Sonny's, right? Sonny's. Sonny's. Mm -hmm. Sonny's. No, I didn't used to go to. It was my mom's, <clears throat> my mom's friend's <clears throat> establishment. She's a Filipina. Her name is Sony, and so she had called it Sony's. She had a plate. She had a little stand in, um, in Harbor place. And then I think she was trying to, I think she might've had a restaurant also fucking Sony sued her. The company of Sony oh, sued her wow. and told her cease and desist. They couldn't use that. She couldn't use it. And meanwhile, her, it it's said Sony's like Sony apostrophe S they're Sony. And they, they argued that, you know, that Sony was so recognizable that she was like infringing on their, like marketability. Wow. She's a small little Filipino lady. Who, like, yeah. Yeah. And Selling so she food, not like electronics either. So right. she had to change. Right, right, right. I think they've now made different changes to like the laws now that like will allow for you to be trademarked like certain names that like as long as you're not in the same like what you were saying, like they're they're electronics. Mm. She was a restaurant. Um well, that's what it, it's usually it's like 500 miles and same industry or some shit like that mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so like yeah. if you if we opened a like yeah like if we went to a restaurant called panasonic you know and it's food uh, they won't fuck yeah. with you. at least i that's what i've always been told there was a there was a moment where there was this really kind of like i don't know if we, maybe i'll call him enterprising artist in dc um, I'll just say he was enterprising. <laughs> but what he would do was kind of smart. He'd go and buy everybody's domain. So, if, you know, he'd buy prowessatestament.com. He'd buy theorashybrown.com. And then he'd yeah, make you cool. pay him. He's to a, get oh, him. no. Oh, no. Like the guy who bought all, like, the different potential names for the now commies. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and, like, they... They weren't able to, you know, like Red Wolves, I think, was like something that was really popular. And like this dude had bought all the names that were like, he bought the domains for them and like the rights to them. So then he would, you know, they didn't, I mean, bad on stupid Dan Snyder's part because like, exactly. what, like, what could he, you know, it's what a million dollars. It's like a, a yeah. tiny little drop in the bucket for him to pay. And then they would have an amazing name. Now they're the commanders. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Based on yeah, just you were not. You should have been preemptive. Right, yeah. and you shouldn't have dropped. But also, name. like whatever, like buy the name, buy the name from him, your, pay him a pay him a million dollars if that's what he was asking for. Like that's nothing to you. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a multi-billion dollar franchise. Like he could have paid it. I mean, he's an asshole. He pays that on escorts. So. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, yeah. I've, seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes. So, yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. Drink my Irish coffee and shut up. <laughs> my grandmother's a Cowboys fan, so therefore she made me one. So I feel like it's just double karma. I mean, it's fair. Yeah, I mean, you guys suck anyway, so it's cool. <laughs> hey, Giants fan, baby. Really, the entire di- we've had so many conversations oh. about this. Our entire division sucks. So, like, it's just like who is the worst? Who is the who's the best of the worst? Or is the worst of the worst? I feel like we shouldn't even make the playoffs. We should just like just get a trophy. <laughs> Here's your participation trophy. You win. Here, good job. You're part of the NFL. <laughs> when everybody gets an award at elementary school now, nobody. Yeah. You know, whatever you tried. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember when I was teaching preschool. I mean, now granted, like they're little, and you like yeah. you want to encourage them or anything, but like we'd have to come up with the dumbest shit. We'd be like, <laughs> I just sit there and be like, I don't know, like, uh, you know, best shoes or whatever, or like something yeah. like so dumb, so we could have these awards for all these kids, like. Nicest <laughs> smile. That's how this congeniality and all that stuff came about. Like, yeah. Oh. It was just like the dumbest shit. Like, you'll like, never win, but you'll be nice about not winning. So, <laughs> <laughs> so do you it's guys like, think they're not toughening up our kids like they're setting them up? Oh my God. Yeah. I 100% feel yeah. like we've raised an entire generation. Yeah. Of sad, pathetic, like, city. <laughs> it like is. It you is. know, and they're always yeah. they 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 can't self a they can't self soothe because when they were babies, all they had they had all these parents who were just like no 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 like you know like yeah. never let you learn like like a, the children learn how to like work through their emotions because you had to mm-hmm. be there all the time yeah and like and and like soothe that soothe them for them you know like there were parents who just were con- or constantly. Um, you know, what I always saw were there were always a lot of parents who wanted to solve the kids' problems or like, you know, they'd come in and like talk to the parent, to the teachers about some trouble that the kids were in or like what difficulty the child was having rather than addressing the child. I had, I had a lot of parents who, <clears throat> when I would let them know that like their child was struggling, they were, they wouldn't believe me. They got like, there's one family, like the dad I thought he was going to rip my head off. And I was oh, like, Jesus. I mean, your, your baby is struggling. Like she's four and she has no idea what the fuck is going on. Your baby's <laughs> stupid. And it was, so here's the thing is she wasn't stupid. She had like a language issue that like yeah. could be oh, easily that, addressed. Yeah. Right, she was right. having a processing issue. She was, yeah. dude, the problem was she was super bright. And so she could look around and she would like start picking out different cues from other people. And so she would sort of um, garner what, what she was supposed to be doing, but she wasn't processing what like the information was that was being given to her. So that's why it was like, she was falling through the cracks because she seemed very bright and she was super like verbal and like, and then when I, when I said something to the dad, the parents, Oh my God, the, these people, the dad's face turned bright red. I thought it was going to explode. Like that emoji where the head explodes. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I thought like was going to happen to him. And he wanted to like take her out of my class. He yeah. was like, basically, oh, no. fuck you, Miss Torres. You don't know what you're talking about. And then they conceded. They were like, we're going to just have the, the, 
the speech pathologist come and evaluate her just to tell you to go fuck yourself that you're wrong. Right. And she was like, Valerie, it was so, this was something that was so nuanced that if you hadn't even pointed it out, she could have gone through until middle school. And like all of this would have been like gone past her and Jesus. she would have been struggling the whole time. Oh. And she was like, it was incredible. She was like, it was amazing that you even picked this out. Now we can get her services and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. We can get her like the, the support she needs. These parents now, this, this child is like now, like she graduated college already. To this day, the parents are like, you saved, like you, you are amazing. They love me. Like they're like, right. but you know, but like initially that's, that's their response, you know, mm -hmm. that they were like, you can't possibly say that about my perfect child because, mm -hmm. you know, you don't know, you don't know. And I'm going to fight for them because you don't know. Right. I so, mean, is it, I mean, I get but the arrogance is kind of annoying, but wouldn't you rather have parents who are fighting for their kids as opposed to not giving a fuck? There, so there is a, there is a fine line. Yes. Yeah. Like there are some families, like it, it's frustrating on the other hand, where yeah. you had parents who weren't even involved, right? Right. But like it is that there is the entitlement of these parents who think that they know more than the experts and like the the people, the professionals in this field. Yeah. And like, okay. you know, and ultimately yeah. it comes down to like they don't they don't want to allow their children to fail. You know, I mean that's part of learning. You have to yes. learn how to fail because you have to learn how to pick yourself up there and you like go. move forward. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> exactly. But like, but no. a lot of these kids don't develop those skills because even from the early age, they have mom and dad to fix fix things for them. So then come in their adult years, like in their high school, college, and then beyond, they expect mom and dad to fix things for them. Yeah. Yeah. So much ego in the way, man. There's some there's such a lack of it. <laughs> Resilience. Yes, yes. Something that kids don't have that that I feel like was ingrained in, in us that they don't the grit of and I even deal with that with my son. He's at eleven where it's like he will be like if it if it he's not an expert on something, he'll be look at me like I'm just not good at it. It's like, no, it's a muscle. Like you can't yeah, just, you have to learn. You have to practice. Yeah. Some things you're really going to be excellent at. You're, you know, you do have to work at some things though, that no one's excellent at this particular mm. thing. They mm. just grow the muscle. And yeah. yeah, it's having to explain that. And then I get the other side of like, I also am challenged with the nuance of like, I am a mother of a young black boy. And I understand the notion of the, like, you know, the system that tries to like additionally like labelize, you know, your mm -hmm. children, like your right. black boys are so just yeah. driven to that. I'm gonna put you in special education. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, that there's something that's wrong. <laughs> right. right. Immediately uh, just yeah. like the automatic assumption that like, oh, you're like X, you know, right. an X group. So you're gonna be like this and like we're right. gonna get you services because yeah. you're never gonna you're never gonna succeed. Exactly. Yeah. And that in that starting to operationalize that starting early, it's like you have to be such a vigilant parent to be like, oh, no, not my child. Like we're yeah. going like. Yeah. And so you have to use those testing, like you said, Val, of being able to come in and use. That's where you rely on that to be like, mm -hmm. I need to showcase right that this is not we, we're not operationalizing anything without a diagnosis mm -hmm. of something. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, being able to do that, be your your child's biggest advocate to be like, oh no, not you're not putting my child in in these services and programs That's like right. without, <laughs> yeah. without yeah. there being a documented reason. Hello, 
<laughs> yeah, they tried to give my brother um Ritalin when he was a kid because he had energy and he was like hyper. Yeah. And my mother was like, uh, he's a boy. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> he never was on that. And I actually remember experiencing kids on Ritalin um in class. Yeah. And they they started crashing at the end in the middle of the day, and they had yeah. or they would have fits where they would lose it, start tearing up stuff. Yeah. Like they was trying to get us uh, addicted early. Exactly. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I remember saying that when you're like a, when somebody would go up this boy Shelby, right? <laughs> and we come yeah. into class and be like, Shelby didn't have his meds today, you know. And that's such a ridiculous notion to think about. Let him go play outside. outside. Yeah, let like, him go play outside. His whole entire life. So it just is like, I don't know if he's still on it, but like Adderall. Yeah, he was yeah. on it for so long that at yeah. that point, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is like I'm part of it is also like the the system and like the you know, like that I don't want to get in too much of like teaching and stuff, but like you know, like the teacher, it's a the a little bit is incumbent on them because you have to be able to um to individualize your your teaching and your your plan because like you, you might have this one child who is like super um uh active. So yeah. you want to make sure that that kid gets outside and like runs around before. You, and it's a, it's counterintuitive. So a lot of programs yeah. um, will start outside to yeah. like, you know, so, so they, they, they're able to incorporate like their gross motor skills and like run around and like expend all these energies. Cause then there's a lot of, there's a lot of research that shows like once you do that, then you can come in and then it sort of grounds children a little bit more and they're able to, um, focus a little bit more mm -hmm. so it seems counterintuitive that you think like oh you're like making them run around and all this stuff and then they're just going to be unruly and they're coming to the classroom and they won't be able to focus but like really like that's what a lot of kids need especially young children yeah. right but like you know as they get older it gets sort of filtered out and like watered down and so like the expectation of like what older kids are supposed to be able to do you know, then if you do have that child who's a little bit more active and like has like, you know, sits around and like fidgets and stuff, mm -hmm. then like, <clears throat> you know, like the the more immediate response will be like, sit down, shut up, like sit in your seat. Like there's this is a problem child rather than finding some solutions to get them to be able to focus more. And yeah, I, I got that a lot as a child. It's like because I was hype. I'm hyper as fuck now. But as a kid, I was hyper. People, they'd be like, calm the fuck down. I'm a, I'm a class clown. I'm a troublemaker. And I was just having fucking fun. I was just running yeah. around. Yeah. And believe yeah. me, like, those kids were, like, such a headache. But I'd just always be like, oh, thanks. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. It's such a, it's such a, um, it's one of, like, the few times in my life that I can say, mm -hmm. I mean, I, it was, like, they, this family really recognized that, like, I, I helped them and they helped their, chi their child. But, like, the, so kids like you, Marcus, like, I'd be like, God, these <laughs> <laughs> but I'd be like, I'd be like, come sit right here next to Miss Torrent, you know. Like I'd always be like, I had like a little like soft spot for them because I'd be like, ah, come on, just sit here, you know. <laughs> because you'd have to have them sort of close to you because you know you have to be able to be aware of what these like, you, what, what your students like, what their abilities mm -hmm. are, and like where their challenges are. And like one of the things that they always tell you is like you have the more active kids a little bit closer to you. So then mm -hmm. if they do need a little bit of, like so for like kids who are super active, they might lead a little bit of pressure, right? They just need a little bit right. of, uh, um, they need a little bit of input, 
like yeah. you know i'm like so, you redirect today so it's yeah right. so like you just you see them like moving around and you just come over very gently and you kind of put a little pressure on their shoulders and then it calms them down and then you just keep moving and like mm. so it's like that kind of stuff that i feel like should really be um reinforced and emphasized in teaching and unfortunately there are a lot of teachers who don't have that Ooh, you know yeah. have that training yeah. so. definitely wow yeah and then there are a lot of teachers who just don't give a fuck anymore. And so they're just like, whatever, shut the fuck up, kids. You know? Fuck you. All right. We're here for a reason. We are. Yes. It's for Val to read the notes. The notes. Do your job, Val. <laughs> we are <laughs> the district <laughs> of Misfits Show. A drinking show with a podcast problem. Um, if you'd like to find us, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at the District of Misfit Show. Also on YouTube, District of Misfit Show. Please like and subscribe. You can also find us on Twitch at District of Misfits. Um, if you'd like to support us by purchasing some of our gear and merchandise, we have lots of different new things. Like we have mugs and water bottles. Might be put throwing up some flip-flops and things like that soon. Um, you can find them at crushingdc.com. Um, to create your own podcast or amplify your voice, you can email us at district.facestudio at gmail.com. And I do believe everybody in this room has a discount code now. What? Yeah. What? Well, go go okay. to your face, Facebook and Messenger. Okay. <laughs> You got, you got. <laughs> I got the hookup. <laughs> <laughs> we have a, fun, a lot of fun new stuff that we've been adding to the website. So, yeah, um, and I'm getting ready to learn how to actually do build the website. So once I do that, it'll be a lot, a lot cooler, whole lot cooler. Okay. Mm -hmm. And also, like if you see a design that you like, but like you can't find the product with that design, like you could just email us and let us know, and we'll just make it. Make it for you. Just make it for you. As long as the product is available. Like we can make something for you and then you can buy it. What? Wow. So okay. Looking, yeah, we could if you want a coffee mug, you want underwear. Yeah, there's underwear. There's they, apparently they have swimsuits yeah. now. Blankets. The socks. Thing, we have socks. Is it a DC thing for a, a sun riser to be a crack riser, or is that just like, is that only like a DC thing? Yes. Wait. <laughs> okay. What? Say it again. Oh, what? <laughs> okay. So in DC, I feel like growing up here my entire life, when you see somebody with a sun visor on, apparently they're on crack. Like that's a thing. Well, oh. it's it's more of a boat thing, a beachy thing. Um, so if somebody ain't random in DC's wearing one, I can assume <laughs> that, that it's a crackhead or yeah, it's like PCP. Yeah, yeah. you're not really? wearing it for the purpose of like you're in the sun or you're, you know, I could understand different geographic places where they're like, if you're a Cali, you probably might wear a sunlight. Dior, you never heard this growing up? Like, I feel like this is a thing that like, but I you know that you said that, like, I don't remember hearing it, but now you said that I'm like, damn, that's right. They were all <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've so many visors though. Like 
I could only wear I could only wear visors because I always had like my hair up and like I couldn't wear oh, really? caps, so I always that. wore I mean I literally have like really 20 different visors and I can swear on my mother's <laughs> life I do not do crack <laughs> this we're, we're here for you we're here for you. <laughs> when you I say that. crushing these singing <laughs> We're not crushing Okay. Well, I'm definitely gonna get some merch. I'm looking at this crushing but I'm about to handle that right now. Mm -hmm. You see the discount you got? Yeah. yeah oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's a okay. lifetime thing. That that thing lasts forever. What? I'm on it. Unless, unless of somebody I don't, I gave it to, I don't like, then I have to change it. Then <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a new one. We'll give you a new one so speaking about being on drugs, this will be the first TikTok of the night. Uh, okay. We all remember the Teletubbies. Yes. Yep. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, you've seen this one before. So uh, yeah. they were on drugs. Oh, a lot of them. Oh, oh for God. sure. The the, the creators. Blow. Yeah. You can only imagine where this is going. I did not imagine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the giggling for me. That that is what it, that is what gets you. He's like, oh, like giggling, not that weird, strange, like long ass tongue that's like ticka 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 in his ass. What the whole thing? Televisions on their stomachs that they watched real children on. It was like that was creepy too. Teletubbies was the craziest fucking shit, and there were so many kids that like were always like there was this. I had this one kid who was like obsessed with Lala. On, on oh, uh, yeah. Teletubbies, and I was like, "Wow, she's yeah. she crazy. The thing's crazy." <laughs> <laughs> See, my, Nick, my my uncle Nick would Gip. always say that uh, I don't get why the why that one has a purse. What's in his purse? Am I? Like, it's not a purse. Rugs. And that crazy ass son with the baby's face in it. And I was like, that's so creepy. Why? Why is that baby's face in the sun? There's definitely something in the tubby custard. There's gotta be something in the tubby custard. In the tubby custard? Really? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. All of those kid shows, like a lot of them, like Teletubbies was one that was wacky as shit. And then also the the wiggles. I just oh, be yeah, like, what's like, wrong with these wiggles, these men? Like they just be like the wiggles. <laughs> it was very very in your face a lot of hands and yeah i miss the old days this is that yeah you know what always yeah, creeped I, me out uh thomas the engine like their faces oh, the like oh my god they're, they're like yeah. so material. they're yeah, so creepy yeah. so creepy yeah and mr conductor i always feel like that was so when uh shining time station with george carlin I used to watch that when I didn't even know when I was young that like I would watch it because he was just ragging on these kids. And it was like one time they were all like, Mr. Conductor, you're back, you're back. And he was like, no, my front and my sides. <laughs> and <it was> like, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he couldn't stand these children. It was like, oh, <laughs> and then, wait, what's oh yo gabba gabba? That was the other one that I was like, what oh, yeah. is up with this trippy shit? My like, son loved that one, and it was yeah. almost like they had they had some kind of signal. Like he would get. I mean, the the moment the chime or whatever would come in before, like DJ Lance Rock walks across the screen, like Nick Jr. Also, him, like he looks like he's like he needs a sandwich, like he was. (laughs) (laughs) Is he wearing a visor? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Nick just sent me this. I'm gonna take a bathroom break, but Nick sent me this. Uh, More Teletubbies. What you gonna do with all that junk? All that junk inside your trunk. I get, 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 get you drunk. Get you love drunk off my hump. My hump, my hump. My hump, my hump, my hump. My hump, my hump. My, hump. my lovely little mouse. What you gonna do with all that junk? All that junk inside that trunk. I'ma get, 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 get you drunk. Get you love drunk off my hump. What you gonna do with all that, all that inside them jeans? I'ma make, 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 make you scream. My hump, my hump, my hump. My hump, my hump, my hump. My lovely lady lumps. Check it out. So don't pull on my hand, boy. You ain't my man, boy. I'm just trying to dance, boy. And move my hump. The song obviously was not for real, but all of that footage is for real from the show. Why is it that all of them, which I never noticed, all of them look like they have like um they're wearing thongs? (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) They have the imprints. Of like a thong no, in their are not even supposed to they shouldn't even be no, wearing underwear. Like oh what? my gosh. All the Ogava Gava songs. Oh. Jeez, that's such a they be really out here suggesting. I'm trying to tell y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I open out here on these cards. Don't bite your friends. So a little preschool <laughs> feels like a, a fellatio uh programming these like you know like it, it's like they have these like secret messages that they were filtering out to the children uh-huh don't bite your friends do drugs what? and be gay um <laughs> i could not all right, all right. So we're all here. The title of the episode is Mr. Murrow and uh, the Big Steppers. Okay. If you read the ticker, Tia has some thoughts the on the new album. The ticker. Tia had uh, some thoughts on the new album that just dropped by Kendra Lamar. Uh, Tia, go ahead. Yeah, so I I was um, unpacking a lot of the... This album did not come with the trigger warning, and so... It deals with so much of the sort of tumultuous in real time experience of addressing one's trauma, but not just their individual traumas. It's sort of like um, through therapy. It's more like this collective community trauma, this generational trauma, um, and then being able to Mm. kind of process like Kendrick has, has 
experience as he's healing and then almost accepting that there are some things that we cannot just mm -hmm. heal from, not in this world, in this, uh, probably in this life that we will heal from, right? That there's just some things that you're not going to, um, that as a community, we may not heal from. And yeah. so absolving yourself of sort of that need to try to fix yourself and just understand and process like that this has just kind of been the path that you've been conditioned on. So I, I, this album for me, for that reason, I was like, there's so many people who are having trouble, I think with it, because mm -hmm. it does like rip the bandaid off. And if you're not prepared for what's happening on it, you know, there's mother I sober is a really, you know, really deep song about, you know, his confronting uh, molestation that he, his mother was certain that he'd been molested and, and he, he never was. And some of those things, the stories, that's just one of the stories about sort of, yeah. um, you know, the, the ideology is on the album that he talks about, mm -hmm. but it's like, oh my gosh, the, it's um, some of the discordant beats yeah. Again, like that can feel a little bit like I got emotional listening to this album. Dior, I'm curious if you got because I cried a couple of times and then yeah, yeah. I took it off and yeah. I said, let me let me deal with my stuff and then I'll come back. I'm so glad you asked me how I felt because the first two songs I couldn't get past because I, the mm -hmm. first song alone already is like try, getting me prepared for this opening. And, and we're in a time of awakening too. Like, yeah. I mean, vulner, everybody's in the space of vulnerability. And he, I mean, he did such an awesome job of putting what we were experiencing during the pandemic up front. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, uh, when Marcus told me he wanted me to come on today, I was like, let me get a little further. So I'm only as far as we cry together because I'm gonna tell you something, when I heard that argument, I was like, child, Got right. to get off again, right? The argument with him and Taylor Page on, yeah, um, yeah, get off again. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I would, I, I will also say that United in Grief was real heavy too, because yes. I was like, damn, this was the one time in all of the world where everyone was dealing with tremendous loss. They couldn't leave yep. their yep. homes or gaining weight. They're trying to figure out what's next. Is is world yep. the world over? That was the only time that we've ever really experienced that, probably outside of maybe some other diseases way way back in the day of course but i'm just yep, saying yep. it's time and um just trying to get my head wrapped around that you know united in grief and then he's talking about all of the things i've been grieving about yeah <laughs> trying yep. to live in it's just like like because for me when i think about the pandemic i don't even just think about covid i think about the uh, seeing tons and tons of videos of black people being murdered on the streets and then protest the protests and the fighting that we were doing and how we were our world was like uh, over not only just with covid but there was a war outside yeah and right. we, didn't know, we didn't know which one we was going to be able to we was going to come back from or move forward from or what yep. you know yeah. and and it's crazy because now we're a little bit out of covid but we're not because i just had covid like three weeks ago you know what i'm saying oh, we're not gosh, really COVID. Healed. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Still here. Thank you. And I, what I try to do a lot of times when it when it has happened to me is keep my energy up because I'm a performer. Yeah, I have to, I have to be out here. I, I got to perform. So a lot of me is like, damn, like, you know, I just this is a way of my life. So I, I have yeah. to keep my energy positive and stay healthy. But to um to go back to the album, I mean, it is so much melancholy. Like I even like got depressed for a moment and called a friend of mine and was like, yes. you know, I, and you know what's interesting too? And this is the spiritual part, right? The spiritual alignment. 
we're in Metro uh, Mercury retrograde. Yes. yes. It started the top of this week. Yes. This album. I don't know if he knew, but it is literally like I'm already dealing with that album. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That internal <laughs> album of my life, like you said, yes. deal with my stuff. And yes. then coming back and coming into this album and being like, yo, like he is. I mean, the, the, he's calling out the rappers. And I don't mean to go through it so fast. I'm just saying, like, oh, yeah, yeah. like a lot of our duh. Like, we're like, yo, we, it, it, sooner or later, you know, this yeah. is why he's a Pulitzer, right? Because he pulls out that field. He, he does. Yeah. The nature of the times and really puts it in front of you. I yeah. mean, and, and it's crazy because some of this, it's like he knew what to kind of put Kool-Aid on almost. Not, not that he's <laughs> like, let me, let me put this Kool-Aid on it so they could hear it. But yep. it wasn't. It wasn't for your listening pre pleasure. It was. No. A, it was more tactical. It was more like, yes. let me put this on here. Let me put this undercoat here to give you some clarity. How or am I going to grab your attention? You know exactly. Yeah. How am I going to grab? I said, how's he going to grab your attention? Because for me, you know, as a white male who loves hip hop. Yeah. I listen to him expecting like his old music and anything like this, but I got I got a whole nother side of him. I was just like, mm -hmm. I think I was yeah. telling Tia, I was like kind of shocked into myself. Like I was just like, damn, this is heavy as fuck. Like I need to like listen to this. Like I can't just put it on the background. Like I need to listen to it and read yep. it like it's a book and like really digest it. So yes. like, yeah, because I yes. mean, after the first time I listened to it, I just kind of like scanned it. Didn't get the heaviness of it. Then I listened to it on my walk home. I'm like, fuck. Like, I stopped a couple of times just to kind of like look up stuff and just kind of like process. I mean, yeah. So for what you're saying, it's heavy. It is. Yeah. You know what was interesting too when he, there's one line where he talks about, I was looking at Drake and um, who was it? Drake and oh, Kanye. Kanye. And Drake yeah. and Kanye. Uh, Drake yeah, and Kanye. Was and I was look Would you say, babe? No, no. I was saying that line too hit me. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I was not, like, not the levels of that, the levels yep. that we're all, we were all like, like whoa, but Kanye right. was so daring and being so healing and being like, I'm not going to let the media continue to perpetuate our negative right. relationship or, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me bring this to you. And that was monumental. Right. I mean, my friend was at the show all night. I had, she was watching, I was watching on IG and I ended up falling asleep. Not because I wanted to, because it was like different time in LA. But yeah. I was just like blown, right? I was just blown away at like, wow, that's what I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that line got me. Yeah. This bullshit. Let's get out this bullshit. Let's start bringing the truth for front and really talk yes, about it. the truth. That's what yeah. that's what made it so interesting. That what we, I mean, we all know the truth is not supposed to be pretty, and it's not supposed yeah. to be lighter, lighthearted. It's it is supposed to be, you know, yeah. melancholic, and it is supposed to have. And I felt like it was like relieving for him to almost kind of say, "I need to be able to say this because I've." You know, he even talked about like how he had writer's block. And so he just said, yeah. I just want, you know, I'm allowing the universe to use me to say what it needs to say. Yeah. And that came about about like yeah. that accountability complex that I feel like is just really, um, you know, we, it's so many things. But men and women particularly have been at such odds this yeah. year. <laughs> it's just like it's an ugly and uncomfortable mm -hmm. moment. And then you're like, it's right on the heels of, you know, this even Kevin Samuel's passing yeah. and how yeah. it was just it shocked me how um, 
while he was revered and kind of, you know, appreciated, it mm -hmm. was interesting that he was largely responsible for a lot of, you know, divisiveness in between men and women. Right. And then yeah. you have like the misogyny and some of that stuff that he kind of navigates on this on this album as just like a man is like yes. I have to be responsible. And then the yeah. the biggest part that I took from that too was the trans lives matter conversation like mm -hmm. that the hip-hop community has a true problem yeah. with, with that and i think mm -hmm. it was time for someone to to mm -hmm. broker mm -hmm. like we're tired of having to hide queerness in the black community right. yeah. it's no longer a thing yeah. that we can continue to yeah. you know ridicule we can't yeah. continue yeah. to make because it's it's continuing to happen yeah, yeah. so yes so you we yes. already had him on a pedestal Right yeah. as a yeah. as an artist, does this yeah. take him to Mount Rushmore? Like this is this oh, put yeah. him this puts him over the edge of like yeah, yeah. making yeah. us feel uncomfortable. He made us feel uncomfortable yes. Yes. for yeah. great reasons, many reasons. Yeah. And yeah. So this takes him from he's not average, he's not great, he's fucking here. He's a god. Yeah, he's yeah. an artist. I mean, the first yeah. song, he's not afraid to um go from jazz and then like it's, it's eight more bars of something completely different that right. opens up but, your yeah. mind. Like I mean, it was to me it was a little Kanye esque on the first uh, first song. It was a little yeah. Kanye esque, but like then he brought in some K Kamasi Washington in that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know where to go even in that. And you know, um, I think I think I don't think he wants us to idolize him. You know what I'm no, saying? Of course not. Yes. I, and and I really appreciate like this Messiah approach. This. The the mm -hmm. the thorns on his head, and I mean, and I don't mean to you know to box it in or categorize it as an approach, but I'm just saying like that, like he yeah. is allowing that level of vulnerability. And basically, I'm going to be crucified because yeah. I'm about to go in. I'm about to go in, he and I, I got to be honest and real, you know. But he yes. always does that. Like even on the mixtape when he's doing um smoking cushion Corinthians, I was like, come on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about how we really started reaching those levels or really tuning in to these things that, you know, the Bible and the word and everything. You just, you know, how we, or even how we spiritually align. It just was vulnerable even then, even with Pimp the Butterfly, you know? Yep. But this album is, is he wanted, he wanted to encapsulate this time of, I don't know, it's 1855. Is he saying that, uh, um, about the year of the slave ships, or he's saying 1855, um, or that's a little bit after that, but like, or is that, or is he saying 1855, like literal, literal days of being locked in this house, pandemic, you know, that's, and that's that, that one, that number, I was, I was like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? I thought that meant too. I was like, if you look at like, um, the times of like, 365 basically times five and i was like i look at that that's 1825 i was okay. trying to do the math of like it took yeah. me five yeah. years to write this album plus the time or mm. five years to make this album plus the time leading up to the release of it i thought okay. to myself that when you said it brought out something that i hadn't even thought about like maybe he planned that to be released at the time because of yeah. he had to do the research to know it was already going to be Mercury retrograde. Like he, it just seems like it goes with with this. Um, and yeah. we all feeling it. Like I'm, right. I'm having calls or people trying to like 
figure out what's going on internally, you know, yeah. like we're all going through it in some shape, you know. And that's when, when he, when he, there's a line when in the song Savior, when he says something like, the cat is out the bag, I'm not your savior, savior. I find it just as difficult to love thy neighbors, especially when people got ambiguous favors, but their heart's not in it, see everything's for the paper. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I, there is a nature that he, like you said, does not want this burden, but he also mm -hmm. realizes that when you're popular, it's like the Charles Barkley, like, I'm not, I'm not your I'm not role model, but at the same time, you are, unfortunately, your pop, the popular image of yourself is going to be like, yes. So you I'm going to try to play a couple of songs, uh, yeah. I'm play 15 to 20 seconds of each, and I'm going to just go into like a minute okay. or two. So okay. this is uh, United Grief, this is the first song. Security, that mean I'm calling no security. I wanna get me a therapist, I can debate on my theories and sharing it well. Consolidate all my comparisons, humble enough because time was imperative. Well, started to feel like it's only one answer to everything. I don't know where it is. Well, popping the bottle with clarity. Ooh. Right. The new Mercedes with black G wagging away from it was all for rap. I was 28 years young, 20 million in tax, bought a couple of mansions. Yeah, I can listen to that all day. <laughs> I just stopped myself there. Mm -hmm. <coughs> yeah. 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 That's. A, I mean, I like you're right about how he changes the beat up right in the middle. I mean, he did that to a lot of the songs, but yeah. yeah. Who helped produce yeah. this? Do you know who produced this album? So Pharrell was largely involved in it, but it's oh, interesting excellent. that he had um, a lot of help from um, the Alchemist, uh, but uh, but a lot of the TDE team. So it's like Soundwave and BGK were like the TDE producers, and this yep. is the last album. So on TDE, now when I keep reminding people when it says last TDE release, that don't mean that he's going away. But the but Soundwave did Mad City and you know Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe and Poetic Justice yeah. and like he did all of the a lot of the damn albums. So it's a lot of them. But um, Pharrell and Alchemist were largely involved with the project too. So so, so Valerie, do you know those names that she just said? some of them now because <laughs> I'd have to look them up before when they were when they talked about them on the Grande Lock show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanna I, I wanna make sure we highlight Greg's uh, comment and leave it there for a second too. Just, right. I just whatever um proud was trying to say I want to hear what you're gonna say but I, yeah that one right there I want to I want to go to his question. Oh you know mm -hmm. yeah that's interesting because it's yeah. like um maybe given a, a license that they didn't have. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that has a lot to do with it because there was already, I think, an established, like it, it's sometimes so hard to fight against, you know, you got Interscope and Universal and Aftermath that oversee TDE. And, you know, there's still all artists that are on labels. And regardless of how much creative freedom you're given, as an artist, you still have to, you know, your label still has to feel compelled to release your stuff and compelled to support you. And, you know, when it's weird, when it's like you want to get Kodak Black who just, you know, pled guilty to assaulting a woman 
last year <laughs> and you know did you flying yeah. that over somebody's and so your label being able to say oh, we got to trust Kendrick I don't know but you know the fact that he was given a lot more creative license I think than, yeah. than yeah. all of his peers and, and I think it's pressure too you know I do yeah. think that there's the pressure of some of the like you said uh you know um he had he has more creative license so he may have I mean well, it was five years in the making and so maybe yeah. he felt like he could fall back on that. And and also, you know, everyone was trying to get out the pandemic a certain way. So I also yeah. feel like it's, I also feel like it may have been strategic in, in a sense of like, okay, where do I want to go? Do I want to get, get in this space of having people connect with these emotions and, and not knowing where to go with them? Yeah. Or do I help them get out of here? You know what I'm saying? With some of this music to get them through it. And, yeah. Because right now, I will tell you, it it's perfect for Kendrick's Kendrick Kendrick's, but for Kendrick's album to come out, it's perfect. Yeah. You know, because now we're it's more. We're, I feel we're in a more reflective period. You know, we have made it out in a sense. You know, what I'm saying we have made it out. So I don't know if I want to like. I, I mean, I, I don't listen to a lot of uh, uh, Drake. I do think Drake is dope. I don't listen to a lot of Drake, but. Um, I listen to a lot. I mean, I listen to him, but I think yeah. the issue is that Drake's late is is sort of like you got to think about the label that yeah. he's on, and like he's through a label, through a label, and he's also which is which is smart. He's trying to build up his own property. Yeah. Even even yeah. J Cole is kind of like the dream yeah. build. Like he can take that and move it on. Drake with OVO is trying to do the same yeah. thing, but yeah, it, I feel like there's a lot more license when you have like aftermath guiding um you know your under interscope because i realized like yeah i guess uh um j cole was under interscope too kind of yeah. dreamville but it's still like layers underneath it versus mm -hmm. like you having the big brother of of you know dre and like that kind of id like you can play a lot more, I think, and be trusted. Yeah, <laughs> that, there you go. I think that's with the big brother Dre. I, yeah, I think yeah. I think so. Yeah, and the way they they marketed him from the beginning and positioned them, I think yeah. is really support. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, because yeah. that's oh, like Drake's last album is not bad. It's just that mm. it seemed like he. It mm. was honestly didn't seem like he was rapping rapping on it it seemed like he was just like i'm releasing it because he right. he did that uh that song with jack harlow recently where it seemed like he rapped harder on that than he did on his own stuff yeah, um yeah. i don't know i feel so, like there's but yeah kendrick has just been given a license to have more growth and there's been and he also worked because i'm like at the i remember at the super bowl seeing him and i remember everybody said the same thing right like there's some artists that I've seen uh, Kendrick live and it was not, it was the thing that I think was his Achilles heel that people would be like, he's boring. Mm -hmm. You know, he's kind of awkwardly stands in front of the mic. He's not really, he's kind of shy. Mm -hmm. He kind of holds his body when he would rap. And then at the Super Bowl, he was dancing. He was staccato and hitting movements. And he was, mm -hmm. he had all the, it was the most like, a most electrifying performance I thought of like the, the night. Um, and yet he's on field on the ground. It was like, Oh, you're he, talking about the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, the Super Bowl. Yeah, his performance is right here. I mean, yeah. I enjoyed yeah. everything. I, I was yelling and screaming, like seeing Mary, like for me, yeah. 
it, it wasn't like I, I don't I don't look at a lot about my black artists and be like, you know, you just got to, you have to be there. I look at them like this is like look, let them tell their story, let them show yeah. their art. Like, yeah. you know, this is the Super Bowl, like what? Yeah. Like, but like, I, I remember that people the York, they would yeah. come, they would give him, which I get, they would be like, Oh, but but Kendrick yeah. shoegazes when he performs, you know, which is just standing there so you could look yeah. at him. <laughs> you know, I'm just looking at your shoes because there's nothing else. You're you're not navigating yeah. the stage. You're not kind of. But that was his performance style because it is such de dexterous and dense lyrics that yeah. him walking across the stage and doing all that stuff probably wouldn't. It would not look right. Um, but then he's found a way to be able to do that piece and still deliver the message Strong, powerful yeah. <laughs> i said the super bowl gave me his super bowl performance gave me chills Definitely yeah. greg, gave me, gave i hear chills. that greg said this episode brings in black boy joy yo yeah uh, yeah so happy to be a part of this yeah <laughs> I, like you know it was so crazy when i saw that first video um the uh, uh the heart part five yeah yes the heart part five yeah i mean it, I, I said, wow, that was so revealing and healing, yeah. not even thinking that the whole album was going to do that. Yes. And it was vulnerable. All in that one song was like the exposition. Later yeah. did I know of what we were about to come into. And yeah. oh, I mean, chilling, you know what I'm saying? Like It really you know, was. I, I was. I, I was in the fact that it speaks so much more, you know, I think there was a, such a stronger piece to that, that it wasn't yeah. on the album. It was yeah. like, this is the palate cleanser to prepare you for the album. Before you get ready to drink this really like, tense, yeah. porous beverage, you need to cleanse your palate. And like, yes. here's where you go. Yeah. I so I love the fact that he did that because it's like, oh, y'all yeah. thought this was what it was gonna be. Yeah. Not close. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Absolutely. So what do you want? What do you want to hear now, ladies? You know what? Um, actually, can you play the one um N95, which I thought was crazy oh, yeah. that he that after crazy. the mask, like whoa. Yeah, yeah play definitely... that. I'll go a minute into it. Okay. Take off the Doja, take off the broken bag Take all that designer bullshit off and what do you have? Bitch, you ugly as fuck You out of pocket Two ATMs, you step in the what? You out of pocket Who you think they talk about? Talk about us You out of pocket Who you think they copy up, copy up us? You back in pocket The world in a panic, the women is stranded The men on the run, the profits abandoned The law take advantage, the market is crashing The industry wants niggas and bitches to sleep in the box While they making them out to be following us this ain't monopoly, watch it for love. This ain't monogamy, y'all getting fucked. Jumping on what the hell is that? I gotta relax when I feel. All my descendants, they come in my sleep and say I am too real. I'm done with the sensitive. Mm. Yeah. That's boy wonder. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, who can do no wrong? Kind of like, <laughs> when it comes yeah. to beats like that, that's just like his, he just skate on that. Um, yeah. That, you know, I, I I was immediately thinking about the video, and I think about that scene that they keep joking about, making memes about where um he gets kissed by his comrade, and he turns over, and he's like, yo, like, <laughs> but it's really, like, revealing of, like, it's like, why don't you be yourself, like, you know, yeah. like, like, he's giving that example, you know, and I was like, yo, that yes. was strong, that was light and strong, like, quick. Exactly. You know? Yeah, man. I was, you know who I was surprised who was um involved in a lot of the like songwriting for like the choruses and some of the hooks and stuff was Sam Du, who I I had only heard of through Wale, 
um, when he wrote a love hate thing. It was like my first time hearing of him. I actually thought he was from DC. I didn't know he was even from uh, Chicago, but then I was like, he's um, does okay. a lot of like, oh, what's his name? writing? Sam Du. Oh, I'm on it. Okay. D U? Um, D E U. D E U. Okay. And remember See, that just... one of the song with the, with the like, uh, I'm trying to think of like the video because um, it was like he was he was on the rooftop performing. You give you when you hear the song later, you'll be like, "Oh, that okay. song." Okay, yeah. okay, cool. Uh -huh. So, kids, this is what you get when you watch Grande Lock. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing and, show, well done. And coming soon. Yes, yes. these two. <laughs> There is so much to unpack and like, and to just deal with. And I was like, mm -hmm. you know what? It's so interesting that um, the way that he uses sound and I mean, Kendrick is so brilliant on that piece yeah. of like using space and, and all of that. But then there's the idea that like he, I'm looking forward to seeing all the videos of this play oh, out. Oh man. Um, every song, every song I was pulling up, like, is it out yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, like, what, what video is that? Is there what videos are out for this album? Oh, video? N95 and that was out. Um, Heart, Heartbeat 5. Yeah. Yes. Wait, Heartbeat 5 is not an album, though, right? It's, the, like you said, it's, it's not on the album, it's the but the video was out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I'm I'm hoping that there will be other, other videos because I did see yeah. somebody mention that like Ghostface and Summer Walker were on a picture together, mm. which people were asking at that time, like, what are they doing together? And it was obviously because they were recording this. Um, they probably were either making the video or at least recording this song. Because I'm like, they probably did record in the same place. They definitely had to do the video at the same place. Though. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. that all makes sense. And I was like, well, let's see what we're going to get from, <laughs> from, from these visuals. Because I was, uh, the one thing that I was, everything needs a visual for this. I think yeah. it will, it will be sad and it yeah. will yes. probably, you know, draw feelings, but I think that will help with the healing process yes. and the listening process a lot more. Yeah. Cause I, another album that made me feel like this was, um, uh, uh, Lupe's album, uh, the Drogas wave. And mm -hmm. I was so upset. I remember in my head, I would dream the lyrics. It was so the he was mm -hmm. the, it was so descriptive, and I was dreaming of the. It was about this slave ship that uh, that capsizes, and the slaves go over, <laughs> uh, get thrown off the boat, but they don't die. They build this community under the sea, and they learn to breathe underwater, essentially. And um, and, well, and, and it's brilliant. <laughs> that album is brilliant, but there's no visuals. And in my head, though, I would make these wow. visuals, and it was like just the because it was so you know deeply like he was so descriptive and Kendrick in the same way has a gift of that. Yeah, and it yeah. was like, I we need some visuals for this. Cause that yes. was the one thing that I would say that I was like, Lupe, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a couple of them. We need visuals. Yeah. Wow. I think yeah. I don't, I don't know that. I'm, I'm going to be on that. I hope light. Huh? You said Droga's light. Droga's the, um, the full Droga's wave, um, Ah, okay. Had, yeah, because one of them is more like the um, it's a part one kind of a, mm -hmm. and then you've got like the full album of Drogas Wave. So I guess it's yeah. All right, well, let's uh let's play one more song and then yep. uh, move it forward. Yes. Pick it, Pick it ladies. Oh, uh, you go ahead. Uh, I I, Ooh, I, uh, um, I had not in ninety five too. Let me see. Um. 
Gosh. Maybe, maybe the couples one. Uh, um, what is? Oh, it? that's a good one. I was going to say Mother I Sober, but um, because that one, I feel like everybody has yeah. heard it and been like, wow. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. I haven't heard it yet, and he's only going to show 20, 20 seconds. Okay. okay. What about Father Time? Um, or Father what? Time. Okay. Yeah, do that one. Okay. Yeah. Lose again, won't go in the house. I stayed outside, laughing with my friends. They don't know my life. Daddy issues made me learn losses. I don't take those well. Mama said that boy is exhausted. He said, Go fuck yourself. If he give up now, let's go costing. Life's a bitch. You could be a bitch or step out the margin. I got up quick. I'm charging baskets and falling backwards, trying to keep balance. Oh, this the part where mental stability meets talent. Oh, this the party breaks my humility. Just for practice, tactics we learn together. So it loses forever. Early morning wake-ups, practicing on day-offs Tough love, bubbled up, no chase on me No chase on me, no chase on me no I identify with this way too deep And I was like, whoa <laughs> yeah. yeah, speak yes. on it, speak on it, Dior what, uh, what were you feeling off this one? You know, years ago, uh, Princess was really bringing out this comp Princess uh, best Um Oh yeah, hip hop mama. Um, she she was bringing out the conversation about like that we had with our mothers, you know, as black women and things. Yeah. Whoo, and um, you know, me and her had similar kind of heads with our moms, <laughs> and yeah. it's like me and my mother still are. You know, we get a little bit better, you know, and yeah. uh, and it's a, a for a lot of what Kendrick is like reflecting on, like you know how he had to kind of push down that emotional side. And, mm -hmm. I, and a lot of our parents did that because it's a survival thing. You know what yes. I'm saying? You gotta yep. make it. You're gonna have to be better. They're gonna call your types of names. You're gonna put. They're gonna take no to you. And yeah. but it's like, but also not having that vulnerability is just as toxic. You yes. know, and can imbalance you. And I, you know, I was I tell my friend like, you know, um, well, I had both of my parents in the home, but like, yeah, like. You know, I thought I had an experienced parental issues, but I do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when I listen to that song, it just connects right, you know, to hear yeah. and, and hearing him, you know, he, and he does that too. He talks about the tough love his father gave, but at the same time, he does, you know, tell him, talk about how he helped him survive in this. But man, yeah, yeah it's just something. Yeah. Special. Yeah. Same. I, I think yeah. that that is a, that's a, amazing way of putting because I felt the same way. I was like, you know what, I I, I have a father who yeah. who had a who had a father who was a, you know just the, the tough toughest person you know that anybody had ever met. Um they used to call my father the murderer at <laughs> Jesus <laughs> my All father right. would come with like uh uh you know drop a a a bullet at the at the playground just to if anybody <laughs> was going to try at the basketball court be like just in case you know I'm like I don't play but so it the yeah, the yeah, idea like of that there was no yeah. you know I couldn't really cry my my father was like joking to say he raised yeah. me because he wanted a boy so it was more yeah. so really strongly pushed on yeah. not showing a lot of vulnerability that that was yeah. weak. um yeah. and i feel like that he speaks to that a lot yeah. of like your through being pushed through that and he even kind of says like i know it for those people who are fatherless right it feels Ooh, like i love that line yeah where it was like that that critical, self-critical thing of like, I know this is 
I'm coming across complaining, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But at the same time, I if I I'm I'm unpacking the trauma of having a father who right. had a who may have or not had a father who right. has inherited those sins yeah. of the father. Though when we use that word and what yeah. that truly means is that like when you're fathering a nation and you're fathering, you know what that looks like when you've been oppressed and you've been mm -hmm. there's such internalized um yeah that yeah. internalized hate and self-hatred that just really comes through that narrative of like yeah being weak is so such a you cannot be that and survive and so i, mean, I thought that was interesting yeah i mean we all grew up 80s and 90s that was yeah philosophy and i understand yeah. i imagine the black community was even stronger because you had to be twice as strong to survive in this world. Yeah. So, I can yeah. see that. All right, guys. So that was beautiful. I loved everything about that. Yeah. I think we have a great new show that just formed in front of our yeah. eyes. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna play. I got a couple of TikToks still to go. So I'm gonna do a little palate cleanser because, like I said, okay. that very heavy. That's a great fucking album. If you have not heard it, listen to it. On all the yes. platforms. Yes. And 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 it's not gonna be. You're not gonna be dancing around. You're gonna be sitting there and like Dior. You're gonna stop. And yeah. like, yeah, you, yeah. You, you gotta call you gotta and, call and Dior and Dior says something which I didn't think of, which is another trigger warning. Have somebody that you can call and talk yeah. about it. Yeah. That was you where I was going that. with this, yeah. Yeah. Like, so I mean that's like I said, I mean, mm -hmm. when the Val came up with the idea of having you two talk about this, I was like, Yeah, because this is perfect. And mm -hmm. I want to hear what they have to say, you know, because yeah. you have a perspective yeah. obviously that I do not have. So it's it's beautiful. So I loved yeah. everything about I, it. I, I like you know, it just happened to you come across your your post, Tia. Am and I the only one who can't hear Val? Yeah, you no, gotta come up a little bit. Now, can you hear me? Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amazing with these yeah, microphones. I I had come up. I had come across your um your post about the about the album, and I was like, I like I again, you know, I love Grande Lock, and yeah. uh, and I was like, oh, I'm having like. Grande Lock visions again, and I, yeah. and you were saying, you know, and you were saying, I'd love to talk more about this, and to talk to anybody else who's been who's listened to this album, and you know, to hear what they have to say. And I was like, that would be really like interesting to hear more of what Tia has to say. because you are super like in in when you know in all those episodes of of Grande Lock, like you're so insightful about like, you know, really dig you guys, all three of you guys really dig real mm -hmm. deep into these um, albums and what their meanings are and what you can take out of it. And yeah. I really appreciate that. Yes. And Tia is a sample Oracle also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, we got to get into the, so we see when Grande Lock will get into the samples. Cause there's some smart. Uh, yeah. So okay. On this album. Yeah, yeah, and I love it. I love that you guys like really just dig so deep into these these albums and like, um, and I wanted to, you know, I thought it would be really great to hear more about what you had to say and to hear, you know, do your mm -hmm. do your what your input and what your insight is on it too. And so I was so glad that you you both would be able to be on oh, yeah. the show today. Yes. You know, and um, so you know, in my mind, I was like, oh, this could be a little teaser into the new season. Of Grande Lock, but now I feel like this is also a teaser into the new podcast. So perhaps <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. studio might be producing for these two lovely ladies. 
Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we can all relate to this next video. We're all millennials or Generation X. It doesn't matter what comes, fresh goes better in life. With mentos fresh and full of life. Nothing gets to you. Staying fresh, staying cool. With mentos fresh and full of The Fresh Maker. Yeah, I saw the Mentos. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> not gonna work with the Mentos and then the bot must like, oh yeah, you win. Yeah, now, exactly. now no, but I think that that's like a you know, it's telling of the fact that you know, when you hear millennials, you automatically think, Oh, these young fucks, you know, who are so annoying. <laughs> really, the fucking millennials are old too now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I feel like I'm gonna find a blockbuster card or just make one to keep it on me at all times. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna have my ID and be like, Here, oh, shit. I'm pretty sure I have a blockbuster card tucked away. I used to work there at. Uh, <laughs> Listen, yeah, nothing like right. Blockbuster, man. They just took all the fun out of it, man. You right. walk I also I probably that's who you did. It was dope. I think it took longer for me to pick a movie than it did to watch the fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually, to be true, forever to return that thing. I was always oh, getting I fucking that. owe so much money. To I'm still, I think I still have a Blockbuster video. <laughs> you beat the system, you just waited it out. Think, they were it was, no longer around. The first night, it was that horrible movie with Richard Gere where he was Lancelot. So bad, but somehow oh, I, I forgot to return it. And I still, I think I still have it. When I canceled my Netflix subscription, I, I basically told them that. I said, you know what? I, I work at Blockbuster and screw you for falling through on your promise to destroy them. You can't even destroy. You have destroyed your own self. Okay, yeah. Netflix. I'm disappointed. I'm canceling it all. There's a good document. There's a good documentary on Netflix about Netflix. About they talk about the rise of Netflix and they talk about that mm. argument with Blockbuster. They go yeah. all into that. Yeah, it. I'm gonna watch that. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. interesting. I, I mean, it's kind of cheesy because yeah. it's kind of a little older, but and you can tell Blockbuster is sucking their own dicks here. But yeah, they really tell a lot of the inside story. Of like how, wow, blockbuster, wow. how blockbuster just laughed at him, and they're like, "All right, fuck you, then." Yeah, because we were renting watch. games and stuff, and like, I think there was a limit. Like when when uh when I worked at Blockbuster and Netflix, when it started allowing people, when people were renting games and they were red boxing, mm. you know, people would go to red box and get like seven, eight games. I think red we were box. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, red yeah. Box <laughs> Don't fuck with it. Okay. Uh, isn't Redbox still around? They're, they're oh, yeah, it's, it's in DC. Really? Wow. Go to yeah. CBS. You'll find a Redbox. Do they oh, still do game rental? Yeah, the one on the one on the one on the one on Benny Road. 
by the dirty Safeway. Don't say Safeway. That's, that CVS <laughs> the dirty has. Safeway. You ain't right. It's the other Safeway. <laughs> that's the hood. Okay. That's yes, the heck and Jamal Safeway. You yeah, mean that that was, Jamal. Oh my god, I love that. That was my Safeway for five yeah. years. So I didn't say what the fuck I wanted. With a rainbow. Story. <laughs> I, I had to walk to that Safeway every day because that my grandmother lives at the top of that hill. So oh, okay, we walked okay. down on L Street and 17th. So we go yeah. down, come back up, come down, come back up every day. Yeah. So that I, I on, know that safe way. I lived yeah. on 16th of Rosedale. I was on 16th of Rosedale. So yeah. Oh, okay. Right yeah. Oh, yeah. Right down the street. So yeah. Yeah. That's how I learned years. how to rap because I go to Rosedale swimming pool and my cousin <laughs> would make me paddle the yeah, that and was, so we could swim. So yeah. it was literally right behind oh, my house. Right. <laughs> I was right down the block from my street, my house I was at. Wow, I I, love, I don't know. I love that little strip area. Like I used to, oh, so I used to do therapy with a couple kids that were like around the corner from there. I'd stop at the McDonald's, then I'd yeah. go because I'd have to like I'd have to like um, you know, figure out my times between like different therapy sessions, and so I'd just be like, ah, I'm gonna go to this kid, then I'm gonna go and like hang out at like at the McDonald's, and then I'm gonna go like. Go to the Safeway and see if I can get some groceries. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Ain't got no vegetables. Then I go. Not I, a, not I, no, no goddamn vegetables. A little shopping no. at the rainbows. That was the problem because that, that's why I hate that Safeway because right, my grandmother would spend all damn weekend shopping seven different yeah. stores to buy okra and shit that they just don't. Oh, sell. they never had anything like okra. <laughs> they had no okra and brus grandma. Russell, stop making this. <laughs> This is when I used to do pop-ups at the pug. I used to do tacos and they would have ha fucking jalapenos. Oh yes, yeah. And I didn't have a car have Never had jalapenos. I'm like, how do yeah. not even we gotta walk. go to Brentwood to get jalapeno. We gotta go to Brentwood to get that. Uh, nah, and... dude, I was I was walking, so I had to walk to Florida Market before it was what oh, it is now. Yeah, like, when we yeah. go down to RFK and just go to the farmer's market. Yeah. Yeah. That was a. That's I got my it's a shame. Back. You got to go to seven, eight different stores. <laughs> get back like my bodega that's around the corner had more oh, shit. More yeah, that's than fucking. See, that's why you just have to drive out into like Maryland or Virginia and go to the no car. They would have, they have all the stuff. <laughs> Driving my two feet everywhere. Yes. All yeah. right. We all like right. science, right? Let's look at science. Science is fun. This is butane, and this is water. Butane can only stay liquid at room temperature, so when we tip this over, theoretically, all of that water will mix with the butane, turning it back into gas, and then causing a bit of a reaction. Let's test it out. Three, two, one. Oh! Oh! I want to do this. Wow. Oh, I, Marcus, you're fucking... I'll do that. Arm is going to be taken off by <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of chefs and arms, speaking of chefs and arms, I'm gonna show you this little TikTok or whatever it is. I think it's Facebook. This is the worst thing in the world. The spot that this guy gets burns because you don't inspect it. When I hit you, oh, let me cut his finger there. So when you get hit in your chest, when you get hit in your chest with hot grease. Freaks you the fuck out because you're like, how the fuck did it get down my shirt? But your like, your chest is so sensitive, so it's ha, it hurts. Oh, and that is neck meat. You supposed like that guy looks like he was Filipino. I feel like he should have known better. He should have had he should have had the screen 
Most all Filipino people grow up with the screen. First of all, he almost cut his he almost cut, he almost cut his finger on the butter. That third cut, he almost took off the finger. He almost took a finger off the butter. All wrong. So, Being all extra. He just yeah, I'm sorry. I don't think about it. Now I think about it. I'm like, I've never seen a Filipino use a knife that clumsily. No, his yeah, Lola, his Lola would be very, very disappointing. <laughs> and, uh, and let's keep in mind, let's keep in mind, he's cutting fucking butter. Yeah, he's cutting butter. Just saying. I'm done. All right. Okay. Uh, you guys want Florida? All right. So this is my favorite guy on TikTok right now, Florida or pickup trucks? Florida. 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 I mean, it's gotta be Florida. Florida's always. We are here to help you. Bitch, what I need help with? It's the deadly animals, bitch. It's unnecessary, bitch. I don't even have that much dangerous stuff. I got five examples right here. The gator. I do be killing people, bitch. There's also the Florida black bear. Sup, bitch. We've got the Florida panther. I'ma fuck you up, Dr. Phil. A wild boar. I'm not even sorry. I own a shark. Deep blue sea into his house. Oh, it's totally not okay. Bitch, why do you sound like Taco Bell? The first ever Taco Bell was in San Bernardino, California. Okay, Taco Bell, thank you for for sharing your truth. How about we talk about solutions? I don't need nothing from none of y'all. Sorry about that, Dr. Phil. In my line of work, you see that all the time. You get a car. You get a car. Everybody gets a car. That is not your slogan, bitch! <laughs> I'm sorry. That dude is my fucking favorite. That's Marcus's favorite shit. Like, <laughs> I got like six of them ready to go, but I just don't want to oh, do every God. show. So I do two every show now. There you go. Dude. <laughs> I got oh, my God. Yeah, that shit's He's great. limiting himself to two. Two a oh, show. God. You have to break him down for me. He is too much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what in the world? Am I <laughs> All right. So, all right, real fast, let's get some of these promotions out. Uh, okay. Tia, let me, I have yeah. to do a screenshot of yours. Hold on one second, my love. Um, Jet, where'd you send it to me? You sent it here. All right, cool. All right. Screen share. Tab. Boom. All right. Go. Yay. Oh. No, I'm going on tour and I need some help getting there um, for fuel and some lodging and even some snacks or the occasional, you know, I don't know, just snacks well cut. So fuel is expensive, motherfuckers. Yes, touring is expensive. And, you know, we spent a lot of money on merch and like making an album to go along, an EP to go along with this tour. So um, there's some cool perks from, you know, T-shirts and CDs and all that kind of stuff. But then we got some really like fun stuff from like handwritten lyrics to like being a guest on a podcast or something with us or coming live on Twitch with one of our uh, live streams. So there's all kinds of fun stuff or even like us coming, you know, to see you at your favorite venue of choice. Um, pending, you know, some things. So yes, please help us. Any donation counts. Like it can, it can okay. even jingle on um, 
one here, a cent. I think you can actually donate a cent on Indiegogo. That's what makes that pretty cool. Um, but, don't but donate it, just a cent. Please yes. donate at least a little bit more. Something that folds will be even better. And I know, you know, <laughs> residual fold because we're all talking about digital here. But yeah. Even if you get to dip, dip in those uh, crypto coins and all of those, you know, buckets of millions before they plummet. Right. Don't and, get started uh, on that shit. <laughs> I lost like ten grand last week, so fuck. Yeah, yeah. See, it's been it's been stressful for folks. So, yeah, help us so, out. So I'm going to ask you to sort of double back a little bit. Tia, yes. who are these people? Who is oh, okay, yes. Yeah. So I'm going <clears throat> on tour with. Um, I joined this uh, competition called the Nerdcore uh, VPC, which is a your vocalist and a producer get paired together to do a number of challenges over a course of about seven to eight, uh, seven to eight challenges over about two to three months, mm -hmm. and um, or two months actually. And so you don't get a long time in between, but you every song has a theme. So actually I have a song about Blockbuster um, with my partner who was Mark Cooper. Um, we were fireproof the year before I had joined the VPC and I was Sleeping Dragon and he was soundproof. So we decided to join together. I was his producer, he was the MC, And I met, um, uh, at an event probably in 2013 or so um, called Orlando Nerd Fest, I met this amazing rapper named Shabzilla. She was super dope and like just, um, you know, I, I love the fact uh, she's she's a Filipino hip hop artist who is like extreme about her her craft. You know, she just has perfected it. And so she works with the producer, um, Bill Beats. And uh, I know and Bill Beats. Okay. You know Bill Beats out of uh, they're both I mean, out of Seattle. From your from your show, I know Bill Beats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, he's a so friend of, of myself and Artemis, and so is Shabzilla. There, uh, Artemis does a would do a, a podcast kind of a thing with uh, with Bill Beats on uh, Mondays. So it's uh, this cross genre combination of we were we're all solo artists, but at the same time, Shabzilla and Bill Beats met in the VPC, and they were paired as partners. And Mark Cooper and I kind of met in the VPC and then became paired as partners. So we thought uh, we were at South by Southwest performing this year um, and just kind of someone happened to throw the idea out there. And it was like, yeah, why don't we take this show on the road? And when we started pitching it, people were like, come to our city and do this, uh, the idea of like performing at like a barcade, like a, a gaming um, cafe. And that's so cool we just well. that's pretty cool. one after the other. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool as fuck. So donate, yes. guys. Donate, donate, donate. As we speak. Yes. Please um, donate. Yes, donate. Also, I'm going to ask you to like roll back just one more time because I remember doing some when I was doing editing for um for the Grande Lac show. You yes. talked about nerdcore, and if yes. you could just explain to people what nerdcore is. Yes, so nerdcore is um kind of a, a subgenre of of hip hop music that is really kind of it was uh, created by an artist named um, the term rather was created by an artist named MC Frontalot, uh, who's kind of one of the, the godfather of nerdcore. But it basically is is content that deals with everything from video games to pop culture to anime to comic books to science oriented songs to sci fi to um, a lot of uh, comic book uh, rap is already out there. You think about MF Doom, obviously, kind of one of the biggest comic book right. um, supervillain uh, 
characters or icons that you can think of, and it's always been around. But then this is really specifically uh, a lot of the times uses samples from 8-bit Nintendo games, that kind of stuff. Um, so Nerdcore, um, yeah, has kind of started to get more popular now. I think one of the biggest artists in it is uh, Mega Ran. Um, and oh, then they have... Yeah, Megan Rand is like, you know, an amazing MC from Philly um, who really like, I think, I mean, probably is the top of that, of the genre. Um, and then you have like the, the what they call the Four-Eyed Horseman, uh, which is like that Mount Rushmore of nerd, Nerdcore. And that's MC Frontalot, MC Lars, um, Schaefer the Dark Lord, and then Megan Rand. And so it's really exciting that we've all, the four of us have all got a chance to open up for them and to, um, you know, do events and programming with them. So it's just also like us coming together is kind of like a, a, a different generation of continuing on um, what they've started. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Awesome. That's yeah. He just did a festival too. Cause um, I think Yusuf just played with him. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. And it was like out in the woods somewhere. Yes. It was crazy. I was like, I need to check. I this think they did out. PAX East um, okay. in uh, Boston. I mean, but they've done, uh, there's been so many things. They've gone up to, they did uh, like Anime NYC and uh, wow. a bunch of different stuff. They do MAGFest, which is at the National Harbor every, uh, the Gaylord at National Harbor every year, yeah. every January. And it's the biggest music and gaming. Um, so all video game music mostly. Um, an 8-bit music that is played um, at this festival over four or five days. It's a con. Um, happens right here in D.C. And then you've got Otacon that's coming up in July, um, along with Blurcon. Like so it's yeah. A, yeah, it's a big it's a big industry um, okay. and a big community. Okay. When is Blurred? I'm definitely going to Blurred. Blurcon is July 8th through the 10th. Okay. Cool. So when are you going on tour exactly? Um, so the tour starts, um, and I'll give the sneak peek of saying yeah. it starts in New York um, okay. on the 23rd. So we're starting in the Northeast, um, and we're in New York, and then we'll head to Providence and then work our way back down to hometown of D.C. Um, Artemis plays yeah. on the last show of the tour, which is on uh, the 29th in D.C. Um, so, yeah. It'll be of what? Of June, sorry. Okay. June 23rd is the first date of the tour. Um, and then, and that's in New York. And then we have not done a reveal on the Indiegogo yet because we're still trying to confirm one venue so we can be swayed. But whether or not we go to Connecticut or Cambridge um, on one of those, the 25th, I think, of, of June. Um, so we are... Um, yeah, but we start the 23rd and we wrap up the 29th of June in the east. Mm -hmm. And then we go to the central part of the country. We'll do uh, start Austin, Dallas, San Antonio, some of those those locations in that area. And then in August, we're out on the West Coast. Uh, Bill Beats and Shabzilla are in Seattle. So we'll start there and then work our way to uh, to Vegas and then back up to come back to uh, end at Mag West, which is in um, San Jose, California. So okay. I really like this T-shirt. What is on that CD? So that's our EP. So we decided yeah. to, um, while we were, you know, planning this tour, to um, the Shumzil and Bill Beach just released a project, a Castlevania-themed project called the Belmont Tapes. Um, and then myself, Mark Cooper just released an album called uh, Gerald's Field um, that was kind of inspired by um, Hey Arnold, but not directly. Um, hey but Arnold. it's uh, got 
got all of all of the nerdcore community on it, um, including myself and Shubzilla and Mega Ran and, and all of those folks, Richie Branson, like all the top folks in this in the genre. Okay. Um, and so we decided to put together a project that was new, you know, that we could uh, bring our voices all in unison. Um, and Mark Cooper and Bill Beats being both like they're both nerdcore producers, but also kind of like boom bap producers, which is I thought was okay. really interesting that like their aesthetic is while it's nerdcore is still very boom bap driven. Mm-hmm. Right on. I like it. I think I want a CD. Yay! <laughs> I also believe that it, the 29th is a Wednesday and I am off on Wednesday. Yes. Yay. Awesome. <laughs> So we'll be performing with Artemis at the pie shop on the 29th. So oh, I love it. I miss oh. the pie shop. Dude, that's a great place for a show. That's a boo plays there a lot. That's a great place. Yes. And shout shout are- out to Artemis because like like I said, he's uh friends with Bill Beats and Shubzilla and Mark too. We he also participates in the uh Nerdcore VPC and uh yeah, it was just like how you know I met Mark Cooper and then it was like we both loved like Boom Bap, he's from Detroit. Um, I'm a Dilla fan. It just made perfect sense that we would work together and do something. And then we were mm-hmm. like, let's just be partners in the VPC. So, yeah. What's yeah. Well, cool. I, I just remember you guys talking about this a lot. So yep. it's nice to see it's actually. It actually well came out to develop something that was like, yeah, this tour, this project. And uh, yeah, just the fact that like moving this into a new um, a new way. I just worked on a project with MC Lars and I was like really excited about it. Um, you know, first time doing something I've never done before around like coding and STEM and like, I've never rapped about that or done music about that. So <laughs> it just really allows you to open up and do something new, you know, it's just like, yeah. Wow. yeah. I'm not gonna lie, besides uh, MF Doom, the first time after that I heard uh, this nerd rap. Nerdcore? Yeah whatever same thing i was lost a little confused didn't know yeah. what they were talking about some of the stuff some of the stuff yeah. i got the other stuff but oh no it's still good music even though i yep. didn't know what the fuck because i listen to other countries other languages hip-hop and i don't know what the fuck yeah. you're saying but i enjoy it because yeah they're the flow and shit and and if I you're think. like interested in like you know there's a, i got a dragon ball z project coming for instance but it's not while it explores dragon ball z in the universe right like i'm more so talking about relationship dynamics that's in that mm-hmm. show that are stuff that are so messy on that show it's okay. and a lot of anime have toxic relationships and comic books i mean it's just the notion of like there every comic book relationship is toxic yeah yeah, you yeah. need a good person to bad person. So yeah, it's always gonna be tough. Yeah, you gotta you know, so exploring the relationship dynamics between the couples on that on that show. But similar, you know, Final Fantasy, like you like that, you know, and it's like you wanna be able to you don't have to live in the universe. I like the Shubzilla and Bill Beats have a Castlevania mm-hmm. themed, but it's just because it pulls like if you play Simon's Quest, you'll recognize some of the beats, some of the samples that are on the game, but you don't have to like Shubs talks a lot about um about uh, white saviorism and uh, mm-hmm. especially being a white Filipino, um, a, 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 with a white producer, being a Filipino mm-hmm. artist and talking about that is so like daring and bold. Cause right, she's the, her producer and like her DJ is a white man and everything, she has a song called Alabaster and like explores the dynamics of like how white tears have been weaponized yeah. and like she just goes in about that experience and what that's like from her Good perspective her. Yeah. yeah 
Listen, mm-hmm. it is what it is. And as, yeah. as as white males, we have to acknowledge it, accept it, own it. It ain't us, but you know what? It's still our people. It ain't Bill Beats. Yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> exactly. We Bill Beats is 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 down. And it's the fact that, like, right, but it's it still has to be said in the fact that he's able to be in that space and also be an ally in that space. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it makes it even doper that that she's able to tell those stories out. Cause that's really, that empowers me to be able to share my truth a lot more that. Right. Yeah. This is dope. Yeah. I can't, I, I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah, dope. This will be a new experience for me. I like this. This is lit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So there was a video on that on your page, right? Yes. I'm going to yep. play it. It's a minute 25. Yes. Future Player One Warriors, your boy Mark Cooper, aka Player One, and I got some exciting news for you. Myself, Prowess the Testament, Shubzilla, and Bill Beats are actually going on tour this summer. And it's called the Grind Proof Tour. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean you guys are coming to my hometown? That sounds amazing. Well, we could be, but we're going to need your help to do it. So the crew and I made an Indiegogo campaign that could cover all the expenses on the tour. So the best way to say is the more money we raise, the more cities we can visit. So we can meet all our loving, adoring fans, especially you. Not to mention all the super cool, exclusive stuff that me, Shubzilla, Bill Beats, and Prowse Testament may unlock during the campaign. Want to help? This is what you can do. Follow the link in the description, even possibly donate. You can show to your friends and family and show it to anybody that you think will be interested in the things that we do. So as Captain Planet would say, the power is yours. Well, <laughs> some of it. We appreciate your support. So I'll tell you. That's so dope. And he raps with that power glove too, which is kind of funny. (laughs) And people know I'm the sky god, right? With the when I do that, the sky god gives him, he built me a role in his video game where I essentially give him the power glove so that he can defeat major label which is the villain in his (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh my god that's so funny (laughs) I I love all those things all right Dior I actually pulled a video a minute and a half of yours and then I also had the video you just sent me Oh, what you what you about to put up here? Let's see what's going on here. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. That's uptown. Okay, vernaculars are now here by the vernacular. Yeah. Hey, uptown, uptown. Dior, and so this is the band you play with. And they yeah. are Is they this are the, the filthy animals, Dior? Yeah, this is the okay. actually found in the filthy animals. Yep. It is. It's a good show. I mean, I feel bad I've only been the one, but it, it's you're not gonna have a bad time. Let's just put it like that. It's very crowd. Yeah, definitely. They get the crowd into it. They do all it's fucking great. All right, so I'm gonna yeah, play 15. So much fun. Oh, you know, the other one. The other one is for Bossa Lounge. Come to Bossa Lounge. That is May 25th. Uh, we're going to be there. It's going to be lit. We got a comedian, um, uh, uh, Tommy Taylor Jr., who's going to do a, do a, a stand-up opening, and then we're going to jam. We're going to rock, and yeah, yeah. So nice. come through May 25th, Bossa Lounge. Doors open at 8. It's a vibe. It'll propel your week. It'll inspire you to so come through. Also a Wednesday, yeah. correct? 
Yes, it's a Wednesday. Every also last Wednesday. Day. Also Every a day Wednesday. that I am off. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. So come through. Come and through. And it's before Memorial Day. So you get. Yes. You come you on. Y'all, y'all going to be partying, barbecuing. Keep, right. keep the party started on Wednesday. Exactly. Oh, I get started yeah. early. That's right. There you go. There you go. Yep. Let's, here we go. Oh my god, prowess, thank you so much. We need somebody. It's just you know, it's like maybe there will be a need to actually, you know, excavate folks from the from the city. To perform yeah. in that, but I did hear the other there. There's a Juneteenth something coming that they okay. said they're creating. The city is creating um, an alternative. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, okay, no, I, I heard about that too. There's okay, like yes, like, a, um, like a more accessible, yeah, uh, more for like folks who can't afford the the other stuff. Like, so it's gonna be yeah. more open, like more and more accessible, which sounds yeah. really interesting. Yeah, like a hundred dollar max cost price for the. Oh, ticket. that's cool. Yeah. On on Juneteenth. Yeah, I mean that's good because the the talent that's there because it's gonna it's gonna be like so many. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, yo, okay, yeah, I need to keep an eye out for that. Where yeah. did you see that? Anyway, sure, well, I yeah. saw it. Um, Juneteenth uh, is a Sunday, and that would be the day that we could potentially be doing a show. Ooh, I'm great. gonna look for it, Dior, and I will send it to you because okay. I just saw this is like a a post or something I saw on somebody's Facebook. Um, okay, someone announced it. It's like some organizers in D.C. with the okay. mayor's office were yeah they're trying to prov- provide a affordable option because so many people. I mean, yeah, this is I went to the something in the water festival and when it was in Virginia Beach, and oh, my wow. cousins that were in Chesapeake were like. You know, they were they were really upset because they could not afford to go. And it was like, look, y'all in our city. Wow. <laughs> you know, and my, yeah. I remember my cousin saying to me, like, I'm trying to come down there to see you cuz, but they got the, the bird cages up. And I was like, Oh my <laughs> goodness. But that's how it felt, right? For them that they were kind of kept out of the wow. event. So it's nice that we have something as uh, yeah. you know, that it's here, but we gotta have some some cost-friendly options, but I yeah. feel like maybe yeah. this will bring, because uh, Nicholas F. was supposed to be there uh, last year when it was canceled for COVID, and that's a, you know, Virginia Beach artist, mm-hmm. Richmond artist, that homegrown is, you know, indie, um, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping maybe Pharrell will start to, this will allow him to, this first one, and then excavate this local talent here, get Dior Ashley Brown on the bill, like, that's what the, you know, that's what we need yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. You're behind each other, exactly. and so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, hopefully, hopefully, I've been. I ain't gonna lie. I've been calling everybody. I've been calling all around DC government. Like, what's going on? Like, yeah, yeah. It's on the show. What's going on? But yeah, you know, you'll see. You know, yeah, I, I saw. I saw your. I saw your videos from Emancipation Day, and I'm like, oh shit! I want to be there. That show was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you look good. Yeah, CeeLo and and Slick Rick played after us, man. They were. Oh, it was it was magical, man. That was a that was like a perfect spring day that ended up raining out and then lifting back up again. It was wild. So yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was working. Yeah, I'm gonna find that announcement and I will send it to you for sure because I'm like, yeah, that's something that you know. 
again, being able to say, hey, the city, if events DC or whoever's doing this, because I'm like, you know, one of the, I found out a guy in the nerdcore community uh, that lives in Texas was booking stuff through events DC. It's like, what? How are you booking stuff? You don't even live here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, and events DC won't pick up. Call, yeah, pick up my calls and especially for women fronted yeah. things like come on, yeah. it's rare. <laughs> we gotta figure it's this rare. out. <laughs> hey, I got an idea. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, instead of vaccines, head. It's your how, did, how did you get that logo together so fast? What the heck? <laughs> I'm the pasteurized it. chef, goddammit. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Wow. Yeah, that's All right. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. This is, if I was, I'm a you, if I was a dad, this is a dad I would be. Dumb and drunk. <laughs> you didn't get a hundred in time. It's 20 bucks, two ten dollar bills. I totally didn't even catch it because I couldn't hear him. What did he say? <laughs> oh, right. damn. Hey, I'll, I'll do it. I'll play it again. So the kid <laughs> said he had $110, and the dad's like, no, you got two tens. And the kid's like, no, I have a 100 and a 10. And the dad's like, what? Is that a real 100? That's like, like wait. <laughs> and then he slams his wallet. Dad's like, I think the tooth fairy was drinking last night. <laughs> Get a hundred and ten is twenty bucks, two ten dollar bills. Get these hands off. Is that actually a hundred? <laughs> oh, he looks in his wallet. Okay. I, like, I think the tooth fairy was drinking last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you got your ten dollars. First to of all, money. what are you doing giving a child twenty dollars for their twenty dollars for a <laughs> that is way too much. You just that's what I you get. Also, my mom, be aware, white bro. <laughs> That's what you get for trying to give your kids okay. twenty bucks for a yeah, fucking like, tooth. I got, I got like twenty five cents. A cents. Yeah, we didn't get. We got the jingles in the in the ziploc. <laughs> <laughs> I think my two front teeth. I got like a dollar. You used to get excited. You That's saw a lot. <laughs> a dollar for two front teeth. Okay. Again. White we privilege. might have gotten like 10 cents a tooth, if that. Come All on. right, now we got three memes. I'm going to have you read these memes. Okay. Instead of hunting for fish and hibernating like all the other bears, Graham has wisely been investing the money he took from the people he has mauled. It's <laughs> <laughs> messed up. Mm-mm. Here you go, Val. I hate when a 22-year-old speaks to me like we're on the same level. Yes, we are both technically adults, but you need half a dozen real adult heartbreaks, some dark bouts with alcoholism, and a decade uh, and about a decade of depression and a rock bottom before you appear, approach me as as an equal. These facts. are facts. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pretend you're like me. Don't pretend you're like me. You haven't been, your soul has not yet been crushed. Okay. 
This needs rank. I like that meme. It's like our generation is not the same. You had White Call and whatever, and we were we had Mad Dog and something, something. So we are not on the same <laughs> we page. Might, we had Mad Dog and and what Boone's is it? Farm. Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm. Not Boone's Farm. Oh my God. See exactly. <laughs> and Night Train. We had Night Train. Mad, yeah. that's like Mad Dog 2020 and St. Ives. Irish Rose. Wild Irish Rose. <laughs> Wow. I was upset when I well, realized when I heard it wasn't Mad Dog. <laughs> you mean to tell me that's not the name of it? I'm so upset. <laughs> oh, of what? Of what prop? When it was when I found out when it was Mogan David instead of Mad Dog, and I was oh, like, "It's not really Mad Dog." No, it's Morgan no. Right? <laughs> yeah, hey, we, found we out, all like, just years. made it Mad Dog. <laughs> Mogan David 2020 would not have worked anyway. <laughs> Oh, dog. Could it be? Could twenty twenty been any better with Mad Dog? Like, it, it could it? It could have been twenty twenty one, or and like the fact that it was twenty twenty was like time telling. They like saw the future, and they were like, "Here, here, this is the booze <laughs> that will encapsulate the year twenty twenty. Drink it, exactly. <laughs> twenty twenty. Damn, exactly. You know, and funny enough, we drank the shit out of that fucking." <laughs> Booze oh, uh, during 2020. <laughs> um, funny enough, my initials are MD, so it's that's what's up. <laughs> that's oh, right. Take, take that shit of pride. <laughs> this is really serendipitous. I just <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, I wish we had this meme last week, but go ahead and read it. Some people say we should leave abortion rights up to states. Mm. I say, why stop there? Why not leave it up to counties, cities, neighborhoods, or and this would really be fun. <laughs> Hear me, Nina. Okay, let people handle their business. Let's, you know, right? <laughs> stop with all the nonsense. Stop it. You know, with, with all of it, I'm just like leave all people. Let nonsense. them do. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, really, what does it bother you? Like, what is it doing to your life? If a you white cis Christian male, what is this mm-hmm. doing to your life? If some girl in Florida is gonna get an abortion, like what is it doing to your life? He ain't oh, Christian. He he masking it because he's supposed to leave yeah. people alone. That uh, these people are he not reading the word. They are not. Alone. They do not know. And, the, and no. And then I'm like, you know, what's the yeah. the the funny and the irony of this is that yeah. we're having a baby formula shortage. And yet, so like you, you, you care about this embryo and fetus so much, but you don't want to feed this this child. Right. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Born. Oh. You don't give a shit about the baby once the baby's born. Right. You care there about the baby a... when he's inside. He or she is inside the uterus. Like right. Crazy. There was like a senator or something who called out uh, child protective services and said there was a whole ring uh, going on. I'm not. I don't know who watching, but they said it was a whole ring. She she pulled out a whole, you know, uh, you know, uh trafficking ring going on. Oh yeah, wow. I'm telling you, I'm looking at this with different eyes now. I'm like, why are y'all worried about everybody? Right. Why, why? Because you want all these babies so you can sell them on the black market. So what, you guys, what is the new thing? The replacers, like the guy who just shot up fucking Buffalo. Yep. He was oh. a replace. His manifesto is about the replacers, like we're replacing them. Oh, they actually read it. I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, go read. Okay. It's fucked up. So here's the thing: Congress, ninety-eight percent of the presidents have been white. 
like ninety some percent of Congress and Senate are white, and yeah. us white people are thirty percent, or white males actually are thirty percent of all those things. So, but yet we have one hundred percent of the power. It's just, it, yeah. it's it's the white man afraid to lose. It's like old ass Mitch McConnell is afraid of losing <laughs> power. So they see equality as fucking oppression. Yeah, and that's yeah. what it is. Because yeah. they don't they don't want equality. They want to continue to maintain power. Exactly. That's but what we're trying to ask for equality, they it. see that as oppression. So it's like no, motherfucker. And all these Christians, the- so like all these fucking Christians who sit there and like they they try to rationalize their horrible behavior based on like christian values but like so okay like i've been telling people i've been we've been i've been talking about the fact that i've been going to church so i go to mass every sunday (laughs) um so boo did not believe me when i said it he was like oh you're not he was like you're not a practicing practicing catholic i was like i am I just don't tell you that I go to church. (laughs) 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 So like today, the, the, the gospel was, was about like the, the, the scripture of when Jesus says, do unto others as you would do as you do. Right. So like, that is the thing. Love your neighbor as you would love me. And like, and, and like that is, huh? Unless, he gets the yeah, right. like but that's the whole thing is that like you're claiming that you you act and your behavior is based on these christian mm-hmm. values but really they're not like you know and that's so frustrating to me as a catholic because like i you know i mean i've subscribed to like basically the basic tenets of like mm. be nice don't be right. a cunt basically don't that should be, be in the bible don't <laughs> be a be cunt easy. like I mean, that's basically what Jesus taught. Like, don't be a cunt. Like, be nice to other people. Do unto others what you would have done unto Jesus you. was like, this, yeah. Because you know what? I it's, it, Jesus was so, they, they took and like really gentrified Jesus and put him in a dirty like dashiki and like a uh, weird, you know, it's like <laughs> no underwear. <laughs> no underwear and these like ratty ass sandals. Yeah, and it's like this tunic that is like, you know, definitely was not a thing. So I'm like, you know, Jesus was clearing like his father's house from MLM marketers and like, yep. you know. Yep. <laughs> Let's keep it a honey. The, the trash vendors that were using sweatshops. And we come on, we know the kind of stuff that was happening right. here. And it's like, yep. Y'all, they want to follow this, this, you know, this Jesus that they've they've watered down and, yeah. and put into some like little, you know, turn. They want everybody to turn the other cheek into, and I like the vengeful God that yep. was like, you know, brimstone and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and fire and brimstone, <laughs> like fuck you, all of you. <laughs> Get us back to the Old Testament for that, where it's like, what do y'all say? These Christian uh, right wing extremists have definitely have just skipped that part. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, exactly. Yep. Speaking of um, speaking of abortion, uh, this is one of the TikToks that I did. It's a duet. Uh, this Uh-oh. I'm sure you guys have seen this. This is one of the biggest mic drops. Uh, yeah. There is no policy that I approve of that ends with the murder of children. And with as much disrespect as I could possibly manage, fuck your goddamn approval. Approve this dick. Do you have a <laughs> Do you have a uterus? 
Can you hold a child for nine months? Can you go to labor? No, then who the fuck is a fuck what you approve of? You ain't looking for your goddamn approval on unemployed crack smoking goddamn Legolas. You make yourself seem to believe that your little funky ass fishes, uh, swimmers, are somehow more important than what a fucking woman does with her own goddamn body. Hello. You are neither God, Allah, Buddha, Muhammad, mm. Jesus, Ralph. Don't nobody give a fuck what you approve of. Approve this dick. <laughs> fuck out of here. It's your self-important punk ass. Mm. You sit your weird hair having ass down some goddamn where <laughs> your approval is worth exactly fucking mm. uh, nut lint. Shut the fuck up. Nut lint. <laughs> <laughs> Legolas. I lost it at the Legolas. <laughs> what is he doing anyway? He don't even know what is you doing. You know, and the funny thing, he has like, all right, look at the top of his uh, his car, like a top of his uh, the CDs. Oh, I saw yes. it. I saw yeah. it. the CD wallet. Oh. I was like, yo, yes. Okay. You know, he's old enough for the club. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Come on to my car real quick. That's my ID. <laughs> <laughs> so many things to say right now. They got so many things to say. So many yes. things. He's the white males. All right. Sweet. White people. All right. So my other favorite TikTok guys, same guy. So now we're going to do cars. And then we're going to end the show on anal. Oh. Awesome, right? Don't nobody truck the way I truck. Bitch, you ain't even got no horsepower. First of all, I got all you bitches shook. Between my back bed space and the um horsepower that GMC was mentioning earlier. Yeah, I did mention that earlier. And then my dang bolt action resistor. That does exist. That's a good example. And then you can't forget about the flex capacitor, bitch. Damn it, Carter, you couldn't do no research on trucks. What? The flex capacitor was in Back to the Future, bitch! That's where I heard that before. That, that's my bad. Come on, guys, I'm sure he's doing his best. Bitch, don't nobody give a fuck about a Toyota Tundra. We don't know shit, but we all know that, bitch! Hey, where that music coming from? You ever take some Viagra and melatonin at the same time and see if you can jerk off before you fall asleep? The fuck? No! Well, that's what it's like to drive a Ford F-150. Bitch, I'm so uncomfortable. Where's Taco Bell? Right. <laughs> Taco Bell makes an appearance on like every other one, or everything. It's kind of funny. Where's Taco? Tell you, dude. That dude's because he does everything. He does like the coffees, like Starbucks. Not melatonin and Viagra. Oh, no <laughs> you know, oh, that's funny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got one more meme and one more TikTok. Okay. Do we have anything left from anybody? Now it was amazing being here with y'all. Oh my god! So glad you ladies were able to join us. Yes, yes. you love you both. Love, love you, you guys and thank. Yes, we've got magic. Love you, Dior. This is uh, yeah. It's such a yeah. man. It's such a great sisterhood in this city that would um, yeah. it, it is beautiful to see all the time. And so yeah. thank you for always being a shining beacon in the city oh for god. reminding people. Right, you got to like it, it has to be out there. Folks yeah. gotta be able to, yeah. It's like it's it's not that many. It's like when you people start naming down the list, it's like Dior, Prowess, Kenworth, Katrina. You go, <laughs> going out like, ah, I don't know who, you yeah. know. So it's yeah. it's good that yeah. we they Pinky. It's like there's not that many. Yeah. No. So yeah, and they yeah. need to see us, man. They need to yeah. really get a show, get a show with you two and Pinky together. 
We're gonna bring her on for we're gonna feature we're gonna bring her on for yes, yeah, I, I don't know if she would be a regular she might turn this show into a DCS fuck show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's Thank why you. <laughs> funny, maybe the fuck show, but whatever. <laughs> okay. All yeah. right. Yep. This is District of Misfits. I will yep. say our sign out after the TikTok with Val, read this meme. Yay. I raise, I call, said the phone, I fold, said the chair, I'm all oh in. Said the oh, my <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And the last TikTok, <laughs> the last TikTok of the evening, short and sweet. Thing that you could actually do better after drinking alcohol. Anal. <laughs> <laughs> It always goes back to anal with you, Marcus. (laughs) And with that, thank you for watching another episode of the District of Misfit Show. I'm Marcus Bradley Dunn with the Pasteurized Chef. And anally, I'm out. We're an anal, totally insane.